How am I? I'm, <laughs> great, that's an intro. I'm fantastic, guys. I've been into some hardcore PC gaming, for, which means I've been like trying to fix my PC for the last 24 hours or so, not played anything. So apart from that, looking forward to getting into uh, some PC shit, right? PC Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to play X. Um, what was that? It's not Exhibit. What's wrong with it? DMX. Um, but yeah. PC Master Race here. You're not having a good time as well recently. We'll talk about it. We have such a great show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the 200 people already here tuning in to get sourcing. You know, you know what this is going to be about. This, you know, especially this show. All the ponies that I see you, Albert G's in the chat. He's even a member. Shout out to him, bro. Another day has gone. <laughs> I'm still all alone. Alright, we're, we're deleting this one. We'll start again. Everybody come back in like five minutes. Okay, so now I realize why I kicked Gaz off of my podcast. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh shit. I'm in one of those moods, man. It's gonna be a wild one. Uh, shout out to everyone in the chat. We have such great guests oh making his debut yeah it is wednesday from outbreak podcast keep playing oh you bastard. i'm ready for you man i had to get the big 300 <laughs> double mega triple shot you need some cocaine as well <laughs> I, done no, that since, I mean never done that <laughs> <laughs> i tell the story what's up man how you doing web dave you I'm doing great, welcome man. welcome man thank you so much for being uh for for being here for letting me be here is, is what it is man i'm just so excited can you tell not nervous just excited because man you guys this is this is going to be great going to be a lot of fun hopefully i can keep up with you guys Whew. God, don't say that, man. You are <laughs> being, being so nice, but you are on the podcast circuit all the time. You're on Boom Show. You've got a great, by the way, check, everything's linked in the description. Yes, it is. I've done it properly this time. Um, I've, we've had the, well, I think all of us mm -hmm. have had the pleasure Almost. of being, apart from Mesa. That's right. Oh, he's always out there for him, but he's a busy man. 
He is. Uh, no, we'll make that work soon. Yeah. This was a while ago. Um, so WebDave asked me at a time when I was not not going anywhere and doing anything along those lines. Right. So WebDave, I'm back on the scene now, kind of. Not many people I'll want to talk to me, you, but, but we can set that up. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Put him on the spot. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we always do that. We always do that here. But it was a great show, man. It's good to have you on here. You did like you. you interview like or just have a chat one on one with guests about what's happening in the space, their journey and content creation. It's good to have you, man. You're good people, man. It's gonna be a wicked show. So I can't Thanks, wait sir. to have you on here. Last but not uh it's it's it cult. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> what are you the doing? One, I can see you. I've done I've done so many shows. I know where he's just typing away. He's I'm just writing like, to Brian Harris. He said that I have a five thousand dollar PC. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Hi, cult. Did you miss me? You piece of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I sort of <laughs> miss you on the show. XSC's doing great without you. People are sick of hearing your craziness. No, we miss you, Dude. man. We miss you a lot. Um, everybody misses you, and um. You and I were on party chat before the show for a little bit, just kind of chilling. Yeah. But Xbox is about to, uh, it's like, a, it's like a buffet of L's that we're ready to eat. We'll talk about it. It's going to be uh, great. Oh, yes. You know, Nick Marseille is watching this and masturbating yeah, like, furiously. <laughs> you know, handfuls of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, that's him right now. We're him, good over here. Yeah. <laughs> this week has been an insane week. Before we talk about the end of um uh well let's talk about the big topic of the abk let's park that to nearer the end but there's a lot of stuff to talk about so last week where we were talking we've been talking about star wars jedi survivor a lot um game looks great and it's out now now i did say shout out to erica in the chat i did say that this game is going to best the first one quite easily i was uh, and it did uh critically anyway um i've got it thanks to someone in the uh, community by the way i think he works for one of these game companies but it was really nice shout out to you i don't know if you want me to mention your name but just gave us a code like i was like bruh that's 70 quid saved no more uh that's at least one massage plus a happy ending uh but we were talking like Star Wars Jedi Survivors, really hyped for it. Reviews come out 86 Metacritic compared to the 70 something that it's um, that is uh, that a predecessor got. But what was the other one? It's like 79 or 78. Let me actually check it while we we're on it because this is let's, this is the thing. Let's look at you guys need to start uh, using Open Critic. Open Critic is uh, bases the merit on the game. Not on uh, how many reviews what Xbox it got on Xbox. Used to pacify themselves. Oh, shut up, guys. <laughs> uh, Jedi 79. Fallen Order is an 82 on Open Critic across PC, PlayStation, Xbox. So okay. let me see really quick what uh, Jedi Survivor. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm thinking before you 86. give us the answer, yeah, I'm thinking that this is like yeah. a reason why you shouldn't use Metacritic or Open Critic necessarily. There's quite a lot to, to crack open and talk about on. The merit of exactly. reviews and so on around this topic, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's easy that, for that, you. And that's yeah. the angle I was approaching with this because, because this, so if you cast your mind back, people, the Jedi Fallen Order, which was a great game, got uh, critically 
like shot down for its problems, bugs, technical issues. Um, and and that's what people cite as one of the reasons why it isn't scored as high as uh, it should be. However, however, interestingly, Jedi Survivor has come out with a whole litany of bugs. And I'm not talking about bugs like, oh, that's not, that's not really nice. On PC, the game is disgustingly performing disgustingly. For you, even no matter how powerful your rig is, that thing seems to be just killing the machine. It's one of the worst ports in a very long time. It's almost you can equate it almost to Cyberpunk. It's it's quite bad. So I had a, well, it's been a busy weekend for me, but got to play a bit. We didn't play that much because Cole Eastwood is not party chain. Doesn't shut the. F you can't hear the story. I know, but we were just chilling. Um, but like I said, why are you it. playing that game for a party? But anyway. I know, it's, it's just Yeah, I fault. talk a lot. But I played it. But I played it a little bit. I just want to look at into it, uh, what it plays like. like. Do I get bugs anyway? The game seemed fine, but I was playing in performance mode and it looked really blurry. Like the resolution was really shit. I don't know what the resolution is for the final game. Like I haven't seen Digital Foundry one. It's like the game looks I beautiful. I bet it's 1080p. Game looks beautiful, but it's probably 1080p. Because I was like, oh, did I see some like weird? You look know, that compression you see on YouTube. I was like, did I just see that in front of like, what? Well, that makes no sense now. Well, I'm just... Anyway, but then the rest of it is really blurry. I'm like, do I have to play 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 this in quality mode? Because resolution, we've typically said we don't really care about that much over frames, but the image degradation in terms of quality it seems profound. And I'm saying this because when Playing the game is beautiful, but something's not right there. Uh, so I'll play it later on. But Asa, you alluded to this, like the utility of review scores, Metacritic scores. This game got an 86. Doesn't seem to have been knocked down at all, really, on the technical part. I saw we got this covered. There were the, well, the few dissenting opinions and the mixed reviews, and they cited the tech issues, but others didn't. What's going on? Why have they so, suddenly... Hmm. It's a really difficult one. So I'm, I'm fairly diplomatic, and I'll, I'll walk the line in between, but um, it's difficult to know how reviewers should handle this. It's very easy for us to sit here and say, we want our reviewers to be consistent, honest, and tell us what's going on with these games. <laughs> but if you're sitting there and you've got early access to a game and you're playing it, and for example, this is like one of the issues in um in this survivor game if you're told by the publisher that's giving you that review key we're aware that the cutscenes, like the audio is well out of sync and we're going to have this fixed by launch day when you're reviewing that game are you are you doing the fans a service or a disservice by telling them about that problem and it's like service. they walk a difficult line and this is why i say when you talk about metacritic metacritic and open cricket Open cricket. In both of those, everybody <laughs> hates cricket. Cricket is not an interesting sport, so you should still well clear of it. Sorry, guys. Um, but when you're looking at those, like all the nuance of it. So if you've got your favourite reviewers and you know how they handle these conversations and you know whether they're going to be upfront about issues and you know how it's going to impact their score or not, all of that nuance is lost if you look at a, a review aggregator. So it becomes mm. almost worthless. And for me, like... I've seen ACG was very vocal about the problems. He did his public service announcement. He got a lot of heat for it, but he shouldn't have done. He just said exactly how it he is. Got a lot of heat he that? got a lot of heat what for it. Just what? For, for it people works saying, fine like, for me. Exactly. All of that kind of stuff. And like, it's going to be fixed in the yeah. day one patch. Why are you telling us about it? And all of this kind of feedback, because I don't even know why, because I don't know why people are so defensive on what their stake ACG, is in it. But man. he was just honest. He just said, like, in the review copy, it was like this. Hopefully it'll be fixed, but I don't know. You should wait and listen for feedback. And that's 
for me that's the correct yeah. approach but i got most of my feedback i've got um i've got access to the game because i've got the, the ea subscription so it's there for me to play but it's a big download and the, the the volume of feedback saying that it's broken right now is strong enough that i can't even be bothered to like clear space on my drive to install it mm. for at least a few weeks um Web Dave, if you were reviewing this game and it was broken and the publisher promised you they're going to fix all of these problems in a day one patch, what would you tell people? I would do exactly what that other gentleman did, which is to let them know this is what I came across when I played it. I've been told that it will be fixed by the time the game going out, but and then maybe go on the other merits of the game, whether that's, it's that's the too looks easy. I'm gonna make graphics. it a little bit more difficult for you. A little bit more difficult for All you. Right. So say you're 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 writing this review for like a big publication and it's gonna be part of the Metacritic and open thing. You're gonna put a score at the end of it. Then what would you do? I would actually uh bring the score uh down because of the way the game was delivered uh to me. Um whether it's fair or unfair and if the game comes out perfect after the patch then i feel like that it's on the people that made the game that they should have actually shipped a better quality game for review that's interesting that's quite a hard line on that because that you're saying well, like forget, and probably why I, I tell review stuff. <laughs> no no i mean i'm not saying it's wrong yeah. i don't uh, you know in, in fact part of me is inclined to believe uh, agree with you because they, you know, typically the review copy is a reflection of the near final versions of the game. And if you're telling us to rely on a patch, that, that means like you're so close in the day in between launch and the review codes mm -hmm. typically, that why should you have to have a, you know, qualified review? Um, and Acer, that's a good question because if that we didn't approach, we didn't adopt WebDave's view on that, and we said, okay, we, we'll, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt, reviews could take the piss with that and say, hey, hold on. And I just don't feel like they should. I think well, as a reviewer also, there may be like a responsibility to in this, this day and age. Yeah, you're right. See, I agree with WebDave. Like for me, that's the correct approach. A reviewer should never be given a favorable score for something that they've not actually experienced favorably. And you have to look at that, look at all of these really positive reviews and go like, fuck are you talking about we know you value your relationship with the publisher but you have not played a game that, that warrants the score that you've given it so why have you but it is a difficult one yeah. i just i just acknowledge the position that they're put in because if you are given a list of things like this is fixed please don't don't demerit this game on the basis of this particular issue like the hdr is broken we have fixed that we're going to deploy it before the game launches and then you end up with a scenario like the first star wars Jedi, whatever it's called, game, where all the reviews come in quite badly saying this game is kind of broken and they fix it up and make it into a nice game, but that's historic. They, like, they're not going to change that review score, so it is tarnished with that forever. It just, um, I, I think there's a, there are many, many, many flaws in the way that critics are approaching game reviews in the first place. It's very, very difficult to fix all of those problems, is all that I'm saying. <laughs> no, oh, you're right. Uh, but I think they should earn the side of caution and the balance favors the, re the reader. Especially times where the games are expensive for a full price game, you just have the. If if anything, the pressure should be on the developers to make sure that game is ready. When you're sending it to reviewers, it should be ready. So, um, just uh, I like your uh, hardline rule on it. Web I don't even think it's hardline. I think it's just like no, just you gave us. Well, that's we, we my, can't uh, give you the benefit of the doubt. Meta cr uh, cricket review would be. Would be <laughs> is that cricket? How did you do that while we were talking about it? Well, you know. But Cole, 
Cole, you've been on the receiving end of this kind of Redfall stuff. Like, you're not a reviewer, and you did that, and you covered it, and that game um, has got panned off of the 30 frame stuff, and there's a lot of noise yeah, I mean, about disclosure. Redfall, yeah, I, I waited to talk about PC and all that stuff till the embargo was lifted just to be safe, but... I mean, Redfall was running on a PC, and I know PC well enough. You never know. It's a mixed bag. I don't know what's in that PC. I don't know yeah. how old that build is. So I didn't attribute that to the to what the game would be three months later, right? Yeah, um, but you didn't but, even know the, the 60 when you played it anyway. I mean, it was 60. It was supposed. To, it was 60 on the PC and it, with frame drops. And, uh, you know, as we learned, Xbox and everybody, even Arcane, thought it was going to be 60 until... Last minute, they're like, when we ship this, it's going to drop too hard, so we're going to set it to 30 until we can get it patched. Like, the performance mode isn't coming later. The performance mode isn't ready, so the game's unfinished. But we've talked about Redfall ad nauseum. But yeah, what about Jedi you were just Survivor? Talk, before you, you asked me about Redfall, yeah. you were talking about Jedi Survivor and, and, and how the reviewers didn't dock the performance. Well, there are 16 reviews on PC for Jedi Survivor. There are almost 100 reviews on PS5 where it runs the best. So Digital Foundry says even on PS5, it has frame problems and hitches and bugs and uh, for performance bugs. The game isn't broken. Like, I don't think people complained about, you know, your character T poses and flies off the screen. It's mostly just performance hitches on yeah, yeah. Xbox. It has a bug where it'll just like lock up for a whole entire second and then come back. Yeah. But uh, if I look at Metacritic, which is important, why you look at Metacritic, I always say it's, it's one of the tools. How many reviews does Series X get? Five. Five reviews. So if everyone reviewed it on Series X, maybe they'd be more uh, adept to see the performance problems. Not very many on PC. So where we, mm. we run into this 30 frames problem where people say, I don't care. I'll play it 30 frames. I like the resolution. Mm. I don't really see the difference. And then I know for a fact there are so many millions of people out there who aren't even really noticing frame drops they don't notice it they don't oh maybe it just it doesn't matter to them which sucks yeah. because if a game runs down to 30 frames because i heard so many people say um atomic heart runs fine for me i'm like no it didn't i played it on a vrr 1500 television it does not run great and they're mm. like oh um what was the a Jedi Survivor, it runs It runs great for me. Runs great for me. That's all I heard when I was sharing out uh, the problems the game was having ahead of launch because this is something that we've happened every single game. Almost every game is, has launched with we need to fix it later. And I'm sorry to say, I think that most people just don't even notice the frame drops, let alone frame rate differences. And reviewers certainly are basing a review, which they should, mostly on the merit on if the game is great. Because yeah. if, I, if I'm if i playing, that's another thing that I did with Redfall. My Redfall preview wasn't about how it ran on somebody's PC in a three-month early build. I would want to review Jedi Survivor on, is it a good game? Is it fun? Does it look good? Does it feel great? Does it have a good story? Does it have a good presentation? Does it have replayability? Those things are super important over performance. But performance, I would, I mean, let's let me ask your panel. Let me ask you four, you three. How much do you dock performance? Is it like a ten percent portion? I feel like it is, but I'm. I don't want to say like they should excuse the performance because I think it should be a part of if a game is running 
unfinished. And I think this is where we are, that the reviewers are excusing unfinished games. But then there's like the people, like anybody who's here, the 400 and almost 500 people are watching. You're here because you care if a game comes out and is smooth, runs great, doesn't have bugs. And then you Mm -hmm. get misled by a review where Jedi Survivor is an 86 on Open Critic, Fallen Order is an 82. And you were saying earlier that Fallen Order had a bunch of problems. I don't remember it having a lot of problems. Like on the One X and the PS4 Pro, it couldn't hold 60 the whole time. But that's just, that was the hardware. They're doing the best they could. And people could choose to play it how they want. Mm, okay. I mean, that's a good point, actually, that I, don't, I haven't heard anyone talk about was that the fact that, first of all, your, your point about how many people actually played it on PC, which is the place where it's performing the worst. So that's very important. Most be, most reviews... 16 out of 90. 16 yeah, and out of 90 were, reviews. Mm, so that's, or, that's an or important... Or 100, yeah. That's important. Then, you know, it maybe that explains why the, there's less of a reflection on the meta score. As to how much it should dock, it's, there shouldn't be a fixed percent question is how much of it detracts from your fun uh and then you know uh, you know the, but it's complicated because we've been told that games are increasingly more complex that's why the 70 dollar or pound price is justified yet this generation we've been routinely met with games that are it's almost a feature of getting games now that they're broken that they they fundamentally like have pretty bad bugs and it's like are you still going to cap for this price tag that doesn't reflect the quality like not forget quality it's not even next year like okay Star Wars Jedi Survivor is beautiful. Uh, Michael Mitreski, you were saying it looks like a next-gen game. It is a next-gen game. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. But when it's broken, it's hard to justify that price tag. It's I, I don't know. It just feels... it's unfor- What surprises me is this is Respawn. I know they had this problem before, but I didn't expect them to have to repeat their issues here. So I'm I'm a bit disappointed in uh, Respawn, really, because typically they're really adept. We sang their praises of Vincent Pelanco last last week. We were so, but ultimately the good news is, and you know how many people like you, Cole, you're not playing it until you've heard the patches are okay and everything is fine. So. I'm taking the same uh, approach with Redfall. Like I'm not playing it on the Xbox Series X until the performance mode comes in. And unfortunately for, for some Xbox fans that follow me, I'll probably spend a lot of time on PC if I get to it. But Redfall is kind of already launching in a weird spot. So I'll play it on PC. I'll try it out on Xbox. Uh, I'm also hearing... (laughs) I'm sorry. It sucks when I'm right because everyone thinks I'm always wrong, but... Even the console pro, uh, console version is dropping frames at 30 frames mode, so it's definitely not the hardware. It's 100% not the hardware. It's that build in Unreal Engine 4 that is mm. way behind the, ball, the, the curve. Yeah. I'd love to hear Ace's take on that uh, since I haven't been on the show. Oh, I, Briefly, well, I suppose. Sorry, you mean on, is, are we talking about Redfall now? Yeah, like Redfall apparently is dropping frames uh, in the 30 frames only mode on Series X, and it's, you know, dis for the people who I've been talking to that have been playing it. And Is then, of course, on PC... frames on 30? Midfall. I'm, I'm saying it right now. Midfall. <laughs> a game, Midfall. A game that looks like an Xbox... max meta. That game is going to be shit. Redfall looks like... And this is my opinion. 
I think Redfall looks like a middle of the Xbox One PS4 generation game in its visuals, like hands down. And there's no reason why that game should not be running at 60. And so I proposed, you know, three weeks ago, Asa may have heard it uh, on the way around, but I said, Arcane is this is their first time working on Unreal Engine 4. They must have a problem in Unreal Engine or the build is top heavy uh, in the CPU load or something like Gotham Knights and they can't get the performance out of it with all the decisions they made. All that bundled in like Asa. What do you think? Why? 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 I'm bloody no. I cannot. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, I would. It's very speculative because we're not there. We haven't got the build and we haven't spoken to developers, but I would absolutely say that it's um, it's looking at issues around the CPU and the, the streaming of assets and all the rest of it. Things besides the GPU. Like the thing that really gives that away is the performance profile on the Xbox Series S because the, um, the resolution on the Series S is 1440p. Which means you okay. you take from that that if the Xbox Series S can perform with that base resolution, then the Series X has plenty of GPU headroom with this game. So the issue is elsewhere. Um, we know that the CPU be, or the or the RAM, just right? definitely elsewhere. It's it's hard to be really 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 specific. Like memory is not likely to cause a problem like that. So I'd go CPU or or they're streaming more than they can from somewhere um, in terms of streaming off the drive. So. Again, I don't have the answer. We know how much the Gotham Knights developers struggled with untethered co-op. So I don't know how much they're trying to simulate all at once, how much they're allowing for people to wander and all of the rest of it. Um, it's it's a weird one, Redfall. So I've not got an answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll go into Redfall in a bit, but let me read these super chats. Erodimus with a $2 super chat. He goes, let's have some intellectual conversation. Let's go. You misspelled intellectual there, um, which I assume is purpose. Purpose on purpose. <laughs> I know what you're doing. People on Twitter know what you're doing. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Christian fifty nine sixteen with a two dollars. Uh, let's enjoy the show before. Let's enjoy the show before the CMA blocks it. Let them try those little shits. Luap Nitsua with a one pound super chat with no message, but thank you, man. Let's appreciate that. Face twenty three Brooklyn, New York. You know this is gonna be. Okay, I'm not, I haven't looked. I haven't actually haven't read it. It's going to be about PlayStation and how PlayStation is better, how PlayStation is performing better, or the sales or Xbox CMA. Let's. Let, let, I'm just guessing here, face. I'm just I, guessing here. I'm going to guess that it's it. about I how seventy dollars price it. tag is better because it means higher quality. Go ahead, read it. Let's go. I'm playing. Ja <laughs> I can see the word. I played. Ja <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Jedi Survivor on PlayStation 5, enjoying the story combats. Graphics look good, nothing mind blowing, but start as a performance, not great. Oh no, we have. I apologize. I apologize. He didn't. He says the combat graphics graphics look good, nothing mind blowing, but stutters and performance are not great. But enjoying it so far. Performance mode is 1080p upscaled to 1440p using FSR 2.1. Face. I apologize. I assumed it was a console war. I don't even mind your console warring tweets. I think they're cool. I, oh, super chat. Oh, well done. Uh, not well done. But it's, um, I'm condescending. My bad. Um, but yeah, okay. So it's 1080p upscaled. It doesn't feel like it. It just feels a bit. Eh. Well, he's, he said it's using DLS one point or uh, FSR 1.5 or something like that. 2.1. Which makes it yeah, 2.1, which makes it look like um, 1440, which. 
I haven't seen it yet. You saw it. I haven't loaded it. I mean, I'm not like the TV's just there, so the, it was like it reminded me of Evil West, that stupid game. <laughs> um, but the resolution, the performance mode looked really blurry, and I, I noticed it straight away on this. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Uh, but I'll tell you now, chat. The game looks beautiful. The the cutscene, like the kind of at the start that um, summarizes the last game into the new one, is so good. So good. Um, Rabbly entertained with a $5 super chat. Hey guys, where do you get all your music from your videos from? From, I can't talk, from. Uh, also, I blade Colt for all the bad, I think he blame. He's the Michael Pactor of video games. Why did you blame him Colt for the bad, all the bad ports? Because they, they sent me to the studios to get performance up to 30 FPS on all games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. to say, we have licenses uh, with music providers, so I get the licenses for them. So Artlist is a really good one. Uh, you got um, ep Epidemic Sounds and others uh so yeah either pay per track if you like or really like a track i'll pay some money this is why i'm saying that some videos will cost you a lot of money um or, it's worth it your stuff sounds really great yeah and it gets like three views uh but, you know people don't care um uh, but uh poxy1972 member for 18 months i can't watch it live no problem at all bro but just want to say what a great panel big shout out to web dave if you're not following him you're missing out on great content facts. Thank, Thank you, you. Uh, for that. Web Dave, did you just become a member? What? <laughs> I did. You didn't need I to did. do that uh, <laughs> whilst you're on the show. I appreciate you know it. I still wanted to. to yeah, support. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. That's why you're so one of the nicest people. I'm always supporting from day zero. Um, speaking of which, Red Wolf is also, he's been a member long enough to give birth to a human child. Nine every months, time, Gaz, says, every time you see the number nine months, you come up with the same joke. People know it. Think of a new one. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how long it took Goku to... <laughs> I had to bring the Dragon Balls in. What is it? My simple brain. What would you want to equate nine months to? How are you going to twist that? Go give me something that takes nine months. I don't months. need to. You can just go, oh, I've done that joke many times. Let's, let's not. There's, there's that one. There's your fusion dance. These things are like, they're, they're almost a drinking game at this point. I thought before this show, I almost said, because there's all this talk around um, like the CTA stuff around Activision Blizzard King supposedly taking maybe nine months. And it's like, Gaz is going to do the line again. He's definitely going to do the line on this show. And you did it before we even got there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And I'll do it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shout out to you, man. Shout out to Red Wolf. Hit the dang like button. He says, shout out to the 500 people. Smash it. Just smash it. I'm not going to talk until you smash it. Boom. Touch that like button, caress it. And uh, he says, only 90 likes, so it's gone up a little bit. Show some love. You guys rock. Thank you, Red Wolf. And thank you always for your support. Mr. RE79 with a $5 super chat. Your name is a bit weird. Um, Series X may have an issue with Unreal Engine 4, Ghostwire, Hogwarts, Jedi Survivor, and Red 4. All these titles are Unreal Engine 4, Series X, Struggles on the that engine versus PlayStation Five. UE Four seems to be the it's kind of echoing your sentiments. Hey, Cole, are you trying to indicate that UE Four is the problem here? No, I an, think en it's an engine doesn't an engine doesn't cause performance per se. 
performance problems. Yeah. It's the build, you know, you have to make decisions when you build a game. Asa can, can supplement the, what I don't understand, but you have to make decisions on what Ace was kind of talking about as well, like where the GPU load or where the processing load is on the CPU. Um, you've got an SOC. It's all built into one chunk on, on a console, and you have to choose what is processed and what is GPU heavy and and how all that Not works, again. and you make the right balance. Not and when again. people say bottleneck, like there may be a bottleneck in the design. Like Gotham Knights was definitely a bottleneck in the processing design. So the game itself, the build was bottlenecked to where you could lower all GPU settings like uh, textures, shadows, lighting, things like that, and and resolution, and you would still not be able to get over the performance barrier. So I think that's pretty much sounds like what's going on with Redfall. They made those decisions, and they can't easily reverse them, so they need time to start moving different processes in, into areas where they have more headroom. How did I do, Asa? Not terrible. <laughs> yeah not terrible or terrible i'm just winding you up Cole. um it's, it's a complicated game and even the things that i say so you hold me in too high esteem i'm not not the person with all the answer for all of these things but um even when you talk That's about impossible so the redfall <laughs> example where i'm saying like there's this headroom on the gpu that is not nuanced enough that's too broad as well because gpus have loads of different properties and different attributes and they may be like shading these mm -hmm. pixels and things they may be drawing meshes they may be doing all of these different elements at different speeds and different rates so when i say something like that it's, it's, it's very dumbed down from what is true but i'm not the person to like really scratch into the, the hardcore heavy details of how these things work mm. sure yeah nobody cares um okay <laughs> i mean it, it really is it's what ace is talking about it's all this stuff that we're never meant to even bother worrying about and it could be as simple as the people that sit in the studio and they have to code certain things that are so far removed from stuff you'll actually see or do in a game and it's all part of the programming um ace is right you can't just make a general statement i try to at least be general as far as there are simple things that we know that the gpu does and we know that the cpu will handle animations or ai or you know the, the enemies and stuff like that but I've just heard from so many different reports, like when Digital Foundry talked about the Gotham Knights thing, like it just, uh, it seemed like it was the same problem. And that was my assumption. And they sort of said the same thing. Of course, Digital Foundry doesn't know everything either, but, um, and every once in a while you hear a developer say, well, actually, and I'm like, because I'd like to learn something one of these days. But anyway. Yeah. Shut up. But anyway, the point being that we've been talking about for half an hour, games are broken. I didn't listen to a, a word of that. I didn't listen to a word of that. <laughs> because all I heard was, it doesn't matter. L, Xbox power failed. Uh, that's all, like, all we need to know. It's, just, it's, just, it's dead. It's dead, Jim. Um, Red Wolf with the $5 super chat goes, since it's been nine months, I suppose I owe you some child support, Gaz. Here you go. And he gives me a feeder with milk. Bitty. Thank you, Dad. That's weird. Uh, Peter Morland, thank you for being a member of 15 months. I can't make a joke about that. Hold on. I just got I just got a message says, I'm not having any issues with Jedi Survivor on my Xbox Series X. Stop whining, Colt. This is what, this is what we have to deal with. This is why games are so broken. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting any issues. Well, f*** you I was, then. Good for you. I was you. trying to what? interrupt you when you were going, that saying the whole thing we've been talking about for a half an hour is that games are broken. We're not getting the performance that we were promised and the games are more expensive. 
<laughs> By the way, Nick Marseille has already clipped the show bit, bit we were making fun of because he's watching. Of course you are. Even the haters what you, you love it. You didn't say anything about Nick. You were nice to Nick today. I told him he was masturbating furiously and watching us. You did? Uh, yeah. Yeah, proof. <laughs> I retweeted. <laughs> um, Peter Morland with the 15-month uh, member there. Thank you, man. Good fun so far. Always good to hear Gaz, Ace of Cult, give it some sauce. And hey, Web Dave, just subscribe to your channel. Love to all. Shout out to you and shout out to Web Dave. Um, Dave. Go on, Dave. David. Go on, David. Yo. Talk to us, What's mate. On? Listen, mate. What's mm -hmm. happening with Red 4? Give us a, first of all, give us a number of where you think this is going to land. And we'll hold you to it. And if you're wrong, we'll beat the shit out of you. No, we won't sweet. do that. But <laughs> sweet, you like that. Oh, wow. Freak. <laughs> um, go on. Go on. 72. 72. You know what? You are actually probably around the right. I think it's low 70s. Boss mod lethal papa, shout out to you in the chat. Oh, I need to give you powers. Um, 73. 73, he says. Charlie Hustle with the 74. Alvin with 84. 81 for me, uh, says AJH. Who? Like Cole's number. Hargeet's going between 68 to 72. Ooh, these numbers have dropped significantly since we did that poll when we talked about it a few weeks ago. Danny Passion with 64, C Wobbly with 69. Look at these numbers. Christian A 65. Void right is obviously on crack with a hundred. 69 is nice. Yeah, I can't agree. JJ with 69. Okay, so that is like you're averaging around about 69-ish. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is a great number. Yeah, like this week, um, we were talking about I think BG was always doing a meta prediction. He came came out with 82, too high. I think this game is could be late sixties to early seventies, but just to be nice, not not nice, but I'm just saying if the game's quality hits it with some of its like the things that I talked about in my video, um, where I thought this could be more than that. It's really sullied my hype, by the way. I would say seventy five ish. Um, it just feels like it's not it's not that good. I'm calling it midfall right now. Just it's sad to say. Because it's a good studio, RK Austin. But this just doesn't seem like it is the one. Mike with the 5.50 Canadian dollars. These games haven't had performance issues for years. Jedi Fallen Order launched with the exact same issues. The reality is Unreal Engine is poo-poo. Unreal Engine is going to be adopted quite heavily. Or maybe it's UE4 or not. UE4. Tony Kami needs Coke, okay. Um, but yeah, like, Redfall is coming out in a few days. By the way, no one's given codes out. They're hardly giving any code. Three days. We applied for code, thought it was going to get it, like eligible and anything. Apparently, the rumor mill suggests it's going to come out for the YouTube content creators at Monday night. Like a few hours before the game is releasing. When anytime someone has a late embargo, that is a sign that that game is going to be shit. Unless, with a few exceptions, Rockstar tend to release their embargoes late. But Rockstar, Rockstar. I'm telling you, bros. If it wasn't bad for Xbox, oh, this oh, Nick Marseille and all the ponies are going to be loving it. It's just like Christmas gift to them. This month has it's been like amazing. It's the best month them. they've ever experienced. They don't and have any games, but they've had Xbox <laughs> L's to just like insert 
turn 90 <laughs> degrees and just, you know, take it down the gullet. Yeah, let me tell you but- guys some, let me tell you about Redfall behind the scenes since uh, I'm not under uh, any NDA or anything because Go I don't have it. a review Say code it. yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't work for a major outlet and I'm not on Metacritic at all, not Metacritic certified. So I didn't get a code for the game. And so uh, I've been talking to people that have been playing it. And uh, here's the funny thing. The previews were really, really positive. The only previews that weren't positive was IGN's really bad gameplay. But everyone who's played the game and previewed it and all the uh, articles, all been super positive. So I was at 80, 82 for Redfall up until about a week ago. I've been talking to people who said the first couple hours are awesome. Uh, The game, you know, you get into it and everything. There's all this stuff. And then it kind of falls apart, kind of doles out. And I only got to play it for an hour and a half back in March. And they stuck us into the game uh, at like level 12 or 15. So you're like three, five hours in uh, with a character that's been that far in. And uh, the more people are playing it in review period right now, the less excited they're getting to be. So I was like, okay, this game's got to score at least an 80. And now some of my friends are like, I think it's going to get in the high 60s, but I think it's... I think looking at Dead Island 2, which I am just finishing up, which I think is absolutely phenomenal, and got like a 74 across the board, Redfall has got to be around a 70, low 70. And um, I did not expect that three months ago. Your review code is getting pushed back to Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, isn't it crazy? It is so crazy that uh, they sent content creators from uh, San Francisco, LA, New York, and, and uh, overseas like Germany or something. They, they let them come play the game like I did. And the majority of those people are not even getting a code in enough time to actually review the game. It's like, Ooh, man, yo, that means bro. Come on. They fly you out there, pay for all that shit. You come out and say delay red for, and instantly they, they do a Sony on you and cut you out. Bro. <laughs> the, <laughs> that is suspect. And bro, this is why I say, don't ever trust these. Because they, well, all they think the you. opposite. They think the opposite of me, guys. They think that um, I'm going to get the royal treatment so that I'll give the game, you know, a, a 92. But I don't <laughs> think they. Well, I mean, you could say, oh, maybe they withheld the the uh, the review code from Colt because he told everyone delay Redfall. And I talked to um, somebody at PR for, for at Arcane and Bethesda. I was like, I've been seeing a lot of your tweets. You're in my algorithm now since we met. And uh, I'm like, oh, crap, because I'm like, delay Redfall. And, and I did the yeah. video about how they're having problems with Unreal Engine. But that's exactly what you want to do. And that's what you've been telling me, guys, for quite a few weeks since this, like, Colt, you have to be, you have to be straight up. You have to be critical where criticals do. And I was super excited when I played it back in March. And I got that little yeah. slice. They give you that little slice of heaven. And then they cut you off before you can get further into the game. And everyone was excited about that slice of heaven. And here I have to sit like, Instead of an 82, I'm like, 72? <laughs> That's bad. And BG, shout out to BG in the chat. He says, I've not seen any announcement that this game has gone gold. Neither have I, bro. I, in fact, I they heard did. Final Fantasy VI. They did, did they say that? Okay. They I did. They it. quietly announced it. But I, and I, told, <laughs> I told people you shouldn't say, we're going gold. Because you're not finished. The game's not finished. Oh, and, it, oh, the- and, oh, and 
and it's an Xbox exclusive now. It wasn't a month ago, but now it is, right? And it's all Xbox's fault. <laughs> well, partially yeah. it is. Partially it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, but before these games were like, then it didn't even work on it. But now it's like, it's all Xbox. But well, what can you say? Alvin with the $5 super chat. These 60, 70 predictions and chat on reflective of performance issues. That's indicative of a bad game, which I'm betting it's not. Well, not bad. That doesn't make 70 games are not bad. We're playing Dead Island. That's a 74 on Metacritic, Dead Island 2. Such a fun game. Such a fun game. Such a fun yeah. game, Dead Island 2. Me and you playing co-op. And we're like, we could stream this. It was so cool. Like some of the set pieces. You guys don't... I've never played Dead Island. Like I played it like briefly, maybe. With my friend at Ben's house. Oh, you don't know who Ben is. Uh, but yeah, like it was like, man, okay. But this game is fun. Like is it? But and it looks better than Redfall. This it looks game. better. It, it is one of the it's such a great looking 60. game, and it feels great. It's got really great systems, and it's a seventy five on Open Critic. So, and mm. and I'm seeing like Nick's in the chat is like, when are we going to stop saying seventy games aren't good? I've some of my favorite games are seventies: Dying Light, Dead Island. Uh, I, I could go on, but all in order. Yeah, no, a seventy something is not a bad game. But when you're a brand new ip a big triple a game that's finally come to xbox and you mm -hmm. launch with a 72 mm -hmm. if that's a score sorry what do you what Dave, what do you think about this i'm gonna shut up no you're good yeah uh i'm looking <laughs> forward to it for sure but i i think that um i mean you, you you've played it so you've had hands on uh, but you didn't get to play multiplayer at all right which is single player nope. run yeah and that's and to me, even though you know the game, to me that that's the where the game is really going to shine for me is being able yep. to play with Fair. friends. You know, like if all four of us, which you know probably never happened, but we're all four of us together, you know, playing. Well, I'll try for sure. But but you know, to play the game, I think we'd have a blast. I mean, just you know, running all over the map and stuff. The 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 quote unquote IGN player that was, you know. <laughs> Whatever quality, <laughs> I know. He, you know, on close-up shots, he was using like, a long, yeah. you know, oh, a, yeah. a scope rifle, and then you know, and in far away shots, he was using a little pistol. I don't know. Maybe he had some things confused or whatever. Get it? Brand new game to him, maybe. But still, it didn't make it, you know, shine in the best light. But I think, I think it'd be fun playing with friends, and that's to me, that's really what it's all about. It's going to be Game Pass. It's free. I'm looking forward to it. Well, actually, free, but it's included in Game Pass. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. No, no absolutely. Like it's it's solid our hype. We're looking forward to playing it, but just the expectations are just yeah. dropping hard right now. So Alvin what do you do, Gas? Uh, do some chats uh, in a second. I just want to ask you. So let's say Redfall comes out. It's on Game Pass, so you've got access to it. All your friends are playing it, but you know that you want to wait for 60 frames per second. What's more important? Do you play it when your friends are playing it? Or do you dive in and play the, the stutter game? I will play the starter game when my friends are playing mm. it because it's going to be hard to get my... For me, the social enjoyment of it is a lot more fun. And it's going to be hard to compel friends who have... Because I really question the long-term appeal of this game. I don't think there's going to be... At one point, I thought, and when I made my video, and based on the previews, it sounded really good. I thought, there might be more to this. Like with the weapon meta, you know, the looting element of it. And they haven't... And this is compounded by their lack of marketing. Like they haven't really marketed. I was expecting more, more, more. Show us more. Give us like tease a little bit. And they didn't do any of that. I'm like, all right. So this seems like everything we've seen so far. That's how deep the game is. Maybe I'm wrong. 
but I will only play it with my friends. I will forsake. Uh, I can't because I don't know how long it will take. Asa, if you at least gave me a date, okay, you're gonna get it in June at sixty. I'll be well, like, you get it. I you get it. Like um, it's gonna be like Halo's ray tracing. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe oh we'll get days. it one day. Maybe they'll deliver it. They'll well, be like, that's we not, have, you've not done I it. Have mm-hmm. I have heard that Xbox sent their advanced technology group ASAP as soon as they were dropped blindly, this information about the 30 frames mode. And so they immediately sent their technology group over to get this uh, fast-tracked as soon as possible. But I would expect it to take a, almost a month, like it took Dying Light 2, almost a month to get the resolution up where it should be next to the frame rate because they just kind of dropped it out there. But I also want to say about the 30 frames thing, I'll always choose to play 60, but you have to remember that 60 frames, um, how do I say this to, because I, I want to be, I want to be fair to everyone. I want to be like, right with a Scottish best. accent. Of, of course you can, <laughs> of course you can enjoy a great game at 30. Like we played God of War at, at 30 or we played Red Dead Redemption at 30, but if you play Redfall at 30, you're missing out on the, don't laugh at me, but the premium experience that you come to expect from the consoles. Because right now, the PS5 and Xbox Series X are like 99% 60 frames performance mode in their games, right? I mean, it's pretty much, there's very few, like maybe three games that don't. So mm. you could enjoy Redfall with your friends and go, oh man, you'd be doing this. Oh man, I really wish this was 60. It should be 60. And I'm not getting that premium experience. Now I feel like my Series X feels like an Xbox One right now on this game because it runs a 30. And you can get over it. You can still enjoy the game. The same as like the people who say, it runs fine on mine. You know, I don't feel the drops. I'm like, yeah, okay. And so that's the bummer about it. And that's why I just rather wait. I'm trying to wait because I've rolled credits on all these games this year that got patched after I'd already got that last achievement I wanted and moved on. Mm. Lauren Olivia, shout out to you in chat. She goes, Cole Eastwood, I would really going to perpetuate the circle jerk of review scores. How much do we actually care about some of these issues and how much is the crowd, um, how much the crowd thinks? I, I've told you guys since 20. 20- 18 or 2019 like metacritic or open critic is just one tool i'm going to repeat this statement it is one tool to help you decide if you want to buy a game it's all about the purchase right the 60 yep. to 70 dollars use open critic or metacritic to give you a score you know if it's a 68 maybe i, I had to wait right but you don't use it stand alone and that's why ace is like you guys are clowns for using open critic you Whoa, can't use it stand alone thing. You clowns. You have to- <laughs> yeah you did yeah you did it's a fail safe to follow a couple of reviewers that you like or YouTubers. Like let's say you love ACG and skill up and, and they normally align with you. I said this up, I've said this publicly a bunch of times. So let's pretend ACG like he, when he says get a game and I usually end up liking it. So I trust his opinion because it's all about opinion. So you use that and then you go to gas. Like I go to a good friend gas. Did you like this game? Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. I'm going to play it. And I usually like the stuff that Gaz likes, or I usually like the same games that Dealer ran like, like that sort of thing. So you have to use all three at once, but the open critic thing can tell its own story. Like look at how reviewers look at a game and how that, what kind of quality they think it tells a certain mm-hmm. story and you have to pair that with other, because all, all of it is subjective. Even the open critic number. 
So except for my review, they're objective. <laughs> uh, VR two with the five pound super chat. How long until content creators have to drop the Xbox centric? and call the channels Game Pass-centric or Cloud-centric because Xbox isn't looking good. Uh, that's a bit apocalyptic regarding that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, like, Xbox isn't going anywhere. That's why the CMA thing is so important. Ponies, I know your game. I will talk about it later. Shout out to Replicant in the chat for becoming a member. We got some memberships. It's going to be souls. Danny, fashion official with a $2 super because show is fire. Shout out to Danny. He's always in there. And shout out to 608 people watching. Yeah! <laughs> By the way, at the end of the show, I'm going to play that song. All of us. All of us have to bungle it, including you, ASAP. All you have to do is move your shoulders up and down. Do this. No, no, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Huggy left me. I'm in. Away and he's got me in. Job in. He left me. You guys are all doing it, okay? That's just greed. Yeah. It's agreed. It's agreed. Everyone's going to bungle at the end. Shout out to 640 people watching. So we've got Star Wars. Wait, Genesis tell them to do something else. You have to tell them to do something really important. Hit the like button. Ah, yeah, hit yeah. Like I'm button. sorry. I was like, what? Uh, what? what hey, shout it? out to Dark. Dark, Doc, Doc, Dark in the uh, in the chat. Doc, Doc's turning into a pony. I see him galloping. They're corrupting him. I see it, Doc, Doc. You're 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 in some weird circles, bro. And I can see it. You gotta watch content. out, man. They'll pull you He's in. Crack, you know, it's like the brother Rock is cr corrupting him. <laughs> Reforged like talking like this, and he's corrupting him. Uh, I'm watching you, bro. I oh, love you, bro, bro, bro. Bro, Preston says, Colt, why do you need a review score for Game Pass game? You sound like a console warrior. What? What the crap? How do those what? even correlate, man? They you, do correlate, not the console warrior bit, but the review scores on the game that you've got on Game Pass, like, there's a relevant point in there. Yeah. What do you mean? Sorry, I don't, I don't follow. Review scores, obviously, like, if you're looking at basing a purchasing decision on whether a game is well-received and what people think of it, then they, then they make a fair amount of sense. But if you're looking at, like, do I download a game and play it for myself, then the value of a review is very much diminished, no? Sure, but I mean, I'm paying $200 a year for Game Pass. I don't want them to say, oh, I'll just try it if it sucks. Oh, well, who cares? Like, oh, the games are 40 cents a piece. If you look at all of them, like, no, I want lots of great games at my disposal, especially where I like to play the most often. So um, do review scores matter to me as much if it's in Game Pass? No, like, do I want Redfall to score a great review so Arcane can be healthy and continue to flourish and make more games? Yes. Like, I don't know. Of course, you can have your list wars, but, you know, if you're paying, like, I guess he's probably talking about, Preston's talking about Redfall being on Game Pass. It's like, who cares if it scores a 40? It's on Game Pass. I'm like, that's like Stockholm Syndrome, bro. It's like, that's no, not that's even not that, good. Though. It's perpetuating the narrative a lot of PlayStation guys say, like, you guys always say, you, it's, it's on Game Pass, so what? And I'm seeing oh, I mean, I don't care that. about the narrative, was, like... The narrative can though. be console. It can be console warrior as well. Like, who cares about what the ponies are saying, right? Like That's about ponies, what though. I want. Xbox like, I want great content from my my favorite studios. A lot of my favorite studios are outside of Xbox and within Xbox. And I want those studios to do great work. I want Arcade to knock it out of the park so they can make something even better next time mm -hmm. around. Because mm -hmm. I don't like Dishonored one and two at all. I've tried them many times. Those I love games. Pray to Death, and I may not love Redfall. So, that's, I don't know. But, but we were also talking about Jedi Xbox. Survivor and all that that's stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> Kubini Gaming with a two dollar subscription. Five controllers and custom console isn't marketing. Absolutely, the only amount of times I see them advertising the controller just pisses me off. What did really you does. do on Twitter? Tell, I was just like, people. hey, it's a bad news. The day the deal gets blocked, what does Xbox do? Here's some Red Four controllers. I'm like, what the f? What are you doing, bro? The the marketing team is disgusting. <laughs> Phil Spencer, if you're watching this, just fire your marketing team because they suck. They suck ass. Absolute ass. You know what'll uh, you know what'll heal the burn of getting blocked and having no AAA games for 18 months? <laughs> More controllers. Yeah, man. It's like what the flip. Like it's a meme at this point. You got more controllers than games. Um, but yeah. We were talking about this in the green room. This next game. BG was talking about BG, you're such a such a shit, but he's he makes points as well. BG was saying no one was hyped about this game before, but everyone's hyping it now. We are talking about Armored Core 6. Um, for the old people like me, we played it when we were younger on PlayStation 1 and 2. We were just... The Armored Core is a game from from software. No one gave a shit. It was very niche. If you, Unless like people like me who loved mech stuff. Um, and, you know, Zone of Enders and all of that. This game, from software's pedigree, is so high... Now, this once previously niche game is now creating dank memes to the point. How many views? It had a million views. This video in two days, bro. That is crazy to me to hear because it's armored core, bro. Like that is wicked. And I hope this because the gameplay we're playing it now. Ace is uh, a genius, but. Look at it, man. I mean, you're going to start seeing the mech gameplay. This game, and you were saying it, Colt, you haven't played Armored Core before, but you're interested by with this now. Yeah, I mean, the the, the trailer was running at 4K30, but it, it looks cool. I'm not, I haven't been into the mech assault type games or the, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I haven't really been into them, but yeah, it looks good. How does From Software put out like three bangers in, in two or three years? It's this is from soft, right? Yeah, it's from software, man. Bro, they, they uh, Erica was saying the same thing on on Twitter. It's like, can we give it? Can, can we give from software props for uh, delivering content quickly and incredibly? Uh, having played Sekiro just now, and he can't wait to stream that again. But having played Sekiro, this like, game is incredible, incredible. Elden Ring, incredible. And now from, I hope this game is good, but it looks amazing. Um, and I hope it like it's a good game and it does well and brings Armored Core to the levels that maybe perhaps it deserves. But it's yeah, the the fact that this is getting so many eyes on it's really interesting. But David, did you ever play Armored Core? Is this something you would play? Yes, I, I played the originals and um, um, I definitely would uh, would want to play the new one. It really looks good with the, with the trailers. Got me hyped up. It's got me excited for it too. And and mm -hmm. it makes me wish, which I, I know it's not going to happen, but I wish that they would uh, that they would be able to bring back like Mech Assault, not ah. just the old one, but like a new high end version of Mech Assault. And it was so much fun when the mm -hmm. uh, Xbox Live first came out. Um, man, it was. It was awesome. So, so that that gives me those kind of vibes, you know, that uh, that excitement that I want to jump in and play. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. 
It really looks beautiful. It looks like it's just stunning. It, it, it has the From Software vibe as well. And you good good point about Mecha Sword. Maybe this does so well. I mean, Microsoft's eyes will be open and looking at this and the you know the reception of it. And if it does well, obviously they're not going to replicate the same style. But it and you know, just and From looks Software great. really is on a roll right now. I mean, they they seem to be able to do no wrong, which is which is great for them. Absolutely. And PlayStation bought uh, their shares in them, which is a great, mm -hmm. great, great yeah, investment. It, it seems like... Tell me about that vibe. What is it that you're seeing that looks like From Software in that game? If you watch the trailer, I think the sound is like the beginning when the, the mech is falling in, from the sky, from the stratosphere. It just felt like Elden Ringy almost. I'm like, that feels like... And the music, it was just like, this is... Very artsy for a mech game. Like, where's the mech gonna? Because it almost felt weird when they started shooting. I was just like, mm, it's got that the story vibe. It's not like the gameplay wise, the story wise. It just felt That's... like there's 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 a like a, I don't know. It can't really put it in words, but there's a feel for from software games, and it felt like that starting feel. Like, mm, they have a particular palette in terms of their presentation. It just That's why I asked. Like it's, not, it's not like a trick question. It's just quite. Uh, it's an unusual thing because obviously Elden Ring and Dark Souls and all the rest of them are quite a departure from from mechs shooting each other. So in terms of like gameplay yeah, yeah, and yeah. setting, they're obviously not similar. But you're picking up something that says this is a From Software game. I saw Gene. I think it was Gene Park. I might be misattributing this, but I saw somebody saying that the Armored Core games are, are massively. Heavy. I've not played them myself, but massively like open in terms of customization, in terms of how you spec up and yeah. build your mech and how you want to fight within it. And saying that that it's is like essentially the roots of, of a game like Elden Ring, where you get all of this flexibility in how you build your character, that you can see all of that in, in like follow that through from Armored Core and you get to where they are today. Um, and obviously Armored Core, is, as far as I know, it's not been a huge series. It's managed to get up to a sixth release, but now from software, from software, and this trailer has like a million views. And it's not from yeah. the Armored Core name, it's from From Software's name. So Absolutely. Be, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> And I, I, it is cool, and I hope the people who never knew about Armored Core are like, um, are thinking from software mech game sixth edition. Like the number six gives it away that they've done a few of these, but no, I think this could be really. I mean, it looks incredible. It looks absolutely incredible. Shout out to Duck Duck One Nine Eight Five, the future pony with a five dollar super chat. He goes, the Red Four Series X is fire i just want it to run at 60 frames respect to colt for saying he was waiting for the patch friend me dog we'll play together do it before he turns full pony do it <laughs> <laughs> shout out to dog dog in the chat man um but yeah he's been pretty unrelenting on the 60 frames he was pissed at starfall a starfield possibly being uh 30 he's with you there because you're also you're just vexed at the starfield notion being uh 30 as well so we'll, we'll see now there's a lot of grip doom and gloom for xbox which we'll get into but playstation playstation domination it is killing it playstation have had no in console history, never had a quarter Q1 this strong for any console. Shipping, shipping, not sold, shipping. But 6.3 million units shipped. PS5 is on fire. 
It is insane. And Max Box, down. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? The L's keep coming, but the W's keep coming for PlayStation as well. And was it Xbox a- closed for like a year? They were like, uh, yeah, I think they were closed. <laughs> well, they-, they were like uh, closed for business for, for a year. Yeah, well, I mean, how in the world were they going to? Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had they had uh, a certain amount of growth on Game Pass, which is completely shocking to me. And then they're down on hardware. I'm like, you didn't have any games the entire year outside of Grounded, Pentiment, and um, and I forget. Yeah, you didn't. There, I mean, Scorn, the Gunk. Yeah, of course, of course, your hardware is going to be down. You didn't do anything. Exactly. And that's a problem. And they sat there knowing. Remember when remember when you and I did the emergency podcast when Redfall <laughs> and Starfield got delayed in 2021? It was like spring 2021. And Xbox knew, I think it was May, they knew that Redfall and Starfield were gonna be pushed the next year. And they I guess you can't just go out and money hat something that year, but like do something. Like I'm get something on Game Pass. Or but something. yeah, they just sat on their asses all day. Uh, They're like, oh, let's ride. We've been riding the storm out for eight years. Let's ride it a little longer. Mm-hmm. But this and this is here. It is now. You investors can't ignore this. Like people, shareholders can't ignore this. The PlayStation's killing it. And the, the Sony president Hiroko Totoki says the acquis- um, that its acquisition. Sony is going to be increasing its acquisition-related costs by twenty percent year on year this the next fiscal year. What does that mean? More consolidation from PlayStation and. Colin Moriarty is going to love it. No, but, you know, there. as soon as the CMA thing does happen, Sony comes out and does that. Incredible, Dave. Like, is this a, is this going to be the same? Are you... Because a lot of people in chat... Let, let me read some of the chats. Not mm-hmm. just Super Chats, because you, know, you should read everyone. It's like... MMA profile. It says over for Xbox. Um, PlayStation killing in game sales with no ga- games. Weird Kubini K- gaming. Um, and someone else bought PC, and everyone's like, "Yeah, look, I've never seen so many Xbox guys so negative." It's a dark time. Episode thirteen. It is. You'd have to be pretty blinkered after the series of L's. Performance-wise, it looks crap. Critically, games looking like they may not perform well. Console sales, like, they've dipped as well. And then you've got the big one, the acquisition, which we'll get into. So, Dave, yep. is this going to be re- the the repeat of the PS4 gen? Even more so, PlayStation going to dominate? Well, how do you, when you read this, what do you think about that as well, an Xbox fan? I think that they, you know, they got a lot of consoles out. That's for sure. Uh, they finally, you know, whatever met the demand so much so that you know some of the scalpers were kind of like scrambling to get stuff out that they've been holding on for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So, but they only have one AAA title coming the rest of the year that we know of. You know, that's a um, you know that's actually produced by them that's actually a, a quote-unquote first, party. first yeah. party game you know so so is that i mean yeah let's all get these L, systems, but it, it, there, there is lots of l's you know for the xbox you're right 
No, no, the PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation's well. got one AAA first-party exclusive only coming out. So this shareholders agreement, they confirmed for the fiscal year. So you're going to get one play PS Spider-Man 2. That's yeah. it. Up until is it March? Well, you got you got you all, you got also say that uh, the, the Square Enix game coming out, Final Fantasy, Final 16. Fantasy third parties, yeah, yeah well, mm, money party for now, to carry it over, <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 and that's uh, it's definitely uh, you know they definitely had that locked in, but weren't they smart to lock it in because they knew that they were going to be thin and out. And and wouldn't Absolutely. you like that if, that if that if Xbox or Microsoft had done a few more of these certain games that they're kind of like you know let's get them in Game Pass at least even if it's a six month window or a three month window when the game first comes out just to you know keep the the drive and the enthusiasm for Game Pass and to, you know to keep people on point with uh, with the with the with the product but I, I don't know it's it, I, I see your point that it's uh, I mean it's Total, you know, domination, great sales numbers. You, you can't deny it. The numbers are there. Um, I only hope that as Starfield and these other games start coming out on a consistent basis and we get games that are actually made on the system, you know, like Aaron Greenberg was talking about, you know, oh, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. You know, will, will those games that they were talking about that'll, that'll have that base, you know, that's probably Fable. That's probably... Uh, you know, uh, games that are going to be um, perfect dark games years. that are actually yeah. made from the ground up on the and current hardware. will come out hardware. in 10 years, yeah. Well, not, hopefully not 10 <laughs> years, hopefully the next year or two, but, uh, and hopefully we'll see some of those at the at the showcase. The showcase is really what's going to, what's, what's hopefully going to level Thank the playing you. field again. Thank oh. you. And chat, he said it, not me. I did that's the last bastion for xbox this year in terms of optics the game showcase and you have to have high standards you have to have high demands but you're right there's some perspective to be had there it better be freaking sick bro but yep. cult playstation domination should you just bro just make make a channel playstation one bro what's stopping you xbox is dead <laughs> Gosh, how depressing! You make that face? No, I, I like I like I like watching I like covering the Xbox stuff because it's not going anywhere. Now it's it's funny because the, we talk about the hardware, but Xbox's platform, uh, you know, Redfall is Xbox exclusive. No, it's not. It's on PC. It's like no, it, it, Xbox is not just the console, and you don't you, the PlayStation's doing it right as far as which Xbox needs to do as well is bundle games with the console. Uh, and they haven't been doing that as aggressive. Like they offer a Forza Horizon 5 bundle. PlayStation puts, you can only buy a PS5 uh, for the most part right now if it comes with Horizon Forbidden West or God of War Ragnarok. Like they've been doing that for a little bit. So then you get the sales plus the hardware boost and everybody wants the console because you have to have a PS5. If you want to play their games, you have, there's no way around it. Unless you're going to wait six months to, uh, you know, 49 months, you're not playing those games on a PC until you wait. So the requisite to have the console boosts hardware sales, plus the offering's really great. So Xbox has no games for an entire year, and they're not a requisite console. So hardware is going to be a tough sale. And when that person said earlier, are you guys just going to call everything Game Pass? Well, Xbox being around forever and game pass is the disruptive business model that is going to lead the market. It'll lead the market where you can play wherever you want. As long as you buy your games from Xbox and as long, uh, 
Yeah, well, it's going to be disruptive if they have no games. They need the the, the flow. Well, is I, not mean, yeah, heavy. I mean, yeah, I mean. That I mean, Redfall's um, coming out to middling reviews, uh, as we predict. Starfield's going to be massive. Forts is going to be pretty big. Uh, Hellblade's coming not long after. Avowed's coming right after that. And then, uh, you know, Fable and Perfect Dark the next year. And there's a whole bunch of other games that I would have to sit and look at an infographic that Xbox has like 30 games in development. And like, it's just we've we've been waiting for the dam to break so long um if you're an xbox fan and those people who've been paying for game pass month after month expecting redfall and starfield to launch in 2021 or 2022 and then they get pushed it's like you're just constantly the carrots being pushed out further and further and i've talked to people uh kind of high up about this it's really crappy really really crappy I know how high up, but you can't talk about it, can you? Right. <laughs> um, but uh, Acer, like, the, I know PlayStation's, Xbox is not going anywhere. That this whole narrative is obviously a little bit overblown. It's, but it's a result of back-to-back series of negative, and I'm reading really negative news. But the state of play. It must be. Do you think it's dire for Xbox, or do you think it's a lot of hyperbole, or what do you? What? How is your outlook on the console space right now between the two? So between the two, uh, why does that to be between the two? Um, can't we include Nintendo I mean, just, and say uh, that everybody sucks? Everybody needs to be more like Nintendo <laughs> and pump out games on the regular, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> this week, I think I'm not sure if it was taken from uh, one of those internal messages that leaked or one of the interviews that they did. But after the CMA did their whole blocking thing, it was the first time in a long time that I've heard anyone from Microsoft say we're in a strong position because these are words that they've avoided because it's not been the story that they've wanted to tell for a very long time. And they said we're in a strong position without one of those studios we've got. Like fantastic developers all over the world, and Xbox do, and they should be able to pump out games. I think. Um, Again, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. A lot of people are like, oh, Phil Spencer's been unashamedly brilliant. There's there's no way that you can criticize the man. Xbox is in a better place than it's ever been. There are certain things that Xbox have done incredibly well over like under his tenure. There are things that I really like about Xbox as a brand, as a platform, and the services that they provide. But it is also absolutely fair to level criticism at, at what their first party output has been under his, under his reign, as it were. Um, PlayStation have surprised me this generation like they've been really strong in terms of how the console delivers and the games that they've put out up to this point they are definitely if spider-man is literally the only triple as they've said there um obviously that doesn't discount them from from releasing other games and obviously you can you can mitigate that that lack of output by having good third, third party games because most people that are playing on this console they just want to have a good time they don't care who made the game or who published mm-hmm. it um yeah but they've been really strong for a couple of years in terms of the future going forwards i'm optimistic and i think they're both going to do phenomenally well they've both got masses of talented studios and we can cross our fingers and hope that this time next year they've got output on a par with nintendo who somehow keep on releasing multiple (laughs) games every year despite having no hardware (laughs) pricks Oh man, yeah. No, I have shout out to them and people keep them going. And if you're a Nintendo, what do you do? The console, especially you keep uh, buying it. Right. I'll show you proof that no one really cares about review scores. Hargeet ran all of the numbers of first party games created by Nintendo over the past two years since this console generation started. 
and they're sitting in an aggregate of 80 compared to PlayStation and Xbox who are sitting around an 85. So they're five points out of 100 below PlayStation. And PlayStation is like one point below Xbox for first party. So people don't really care about game review scores. They care about if the game is enjoyable and if everybody's talking about it, if it's super fun. They don't care if it's 60 frames because Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. So, yeah. I mean, our perspective as as fake analysts on YouTube, on podcasts, like doesn't really line up with reality. But for the people that we talk to, the thousands or sometimes millions of people that we talk to on our shows, like they care about that stuff. So I mean, we're, cares about the we're casuals. very, <laughs> very, very honed in crowds so i mean i like those people the the people who care about the bits and pieces and and the people who are very technical that's my crowd like we talk about you know if if the story did this or that or if the game you know broke a certain barrier like we love talking about that and you wouldn't go to work and have that discussion with you know nancy by the water cooler because she'd be like (laughs) Who cares, right? I'm just buying but, my kid Zelda, and <laughs> right. Or I'm gonna—they're gonna play Animal Crossing for 47 hours, and I yeah. get that. And I mean, that's the casual audience. They make up the majority, and unfortunately, I think Xbox is laser focused on outside of the 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 pin, the chain link fence of us, like diehards who make up a, a core a of the audience. It's a it is a huge mistake. mistake. It's a Stop huge going for the casuals where all the money is and start honing in on the specific bespoke people like us. That's what I keep I saying. Go virtual reality. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck the casuals. <laughs> Everything for me. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. I you know. know Isn't part. it so funny? Yeah. Of course, I don't mean that. But, you know, there is a certain part uh, when you look at, at what what PlayStation does, like, they're able to cater to the masses of the casuals really well, but then they 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 hone in, they harness some of that energy toward the hardcore people like Face Twenty Three, like he's like me, like he cares about the numbers and the this and the that, right? He's all we're all analytically thinking, and PlayStation caters to that person uh, with a certain amount of energy. I don't see Xbox use any of that energy. Otherwise, the console would be up to snuff on the Xbox. What it it was marketed and promised to do. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. And that's a big scathing remark against Xbox that basically what you're saying is it treats Xbox and Xbox owners as second class citizens versus this blunt approach to appeal to the masses, to the the mobile crowd, where all the money's at. Roblox is 30 billion. And all these suits sit there and think, ah, and then wonder, wait a minute, why is PlayStation doing it? It hasn't even got Roblox. Why is that console selling so well? Because, because no matter how infinitesimally small we are in the grander scheme of the cake, we are still the nucleus. I keep using this analogy, but it all comes from us. Like there's a shockwave of that sentiment of the, you know, the feeling of the brand. It comes from the core gamers and it just goes out. It always does. Like he's a gas, but how can you qualify that in numbers? I cannot, cannot do that. But that is... Call it a theory, call it just observing this space. It's just Read what Gustavo said. Read what Gustavo said right at the bottom of the of the no, of live chat. You. you read what he said. Okay, let me read it. Um, if you all want Xbox just like PlayStation, just sell it and play PlayStation. That's not what we're saying, Gustavo. Listen to what we're saying. Just listen. Well, he does he makes a good point. He makes a good no, point he where doesn't. 
you as well. No, let me tell you what this look, Gustavo. We are not saying become like PlayStation in terms of the games that they yeah, want. We yeah. were saying, look, look, I'm being it was like, why are you still uh, an Xbox fan? Look at look at the roadmap. Why is PlayStation's roadmap? I'm only excited about Wolverine 2. Oh, Wolverine, not Wolverine 2, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, yeah. I've always liked it how Sony treats the console first. I've always loved That's that. all they have. Gaz, you can't say that. That's all they have. They're making the marks. They're treating the console like first It's priority. no different. It's no It's no different. You, you mean, can't say they're anymore. putting the console first. That's all they have. That's the only thing they have to focus no, I don't on. I care. But they're still. You, you want you want Xbox to put the console first before the PlayStation. Like what Xbox or before the PC? Xbox needs to make sure their games are awesome. They are plastered on walls. They're in commercials. That's what you and I are talking about, Gustavo. That's what you you and I guys are talking no, about. Like we want Xbox saying. to take the approach that PlayStation does, where the games are so important they're screamed from the rooftop, and they need to put that. They only have to worry about the, the they only have to worry about one piece of hardware. The only difference in the PlayStation Digital is it doesn't have a disk drive. So Xbox has a very challenging DX12, PC, Series Wah. S, Series Wah. X, X Wah. Cloud. How's Wah. it gonna run in X Cloud? Accessibility, Wah. all that. Wah. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> all these excuses. I don't give a shit, bro. It's like, man, I moved. It, it was to their Xbox. own doing. It's yeah. their own doing. And they, I mean, they want it everywhere. Okay. You're still yeah. Microsoft. You're still a trillion dollar company. Like you're, you're, if you have, you have a scatter brain focus on it, but you've got the money resources in your disposal. If you're all in on gaming and you can't even fix the bloody DVR after three years, and we're like, we can't did deliver the it, games. But it took two years. But go ahead. You think the DVR's fixed? Yes, it's better than PlayStations, but they took away the, the Twitter sharing because of uh, Elon is not nice. Elmo. I don't know. I mean, um, the, the DVR doesn't, uh, it doesn't record as long as PlayStation, but it's higher quality and it's a better, it's a better format. It's HEVC uh, H.264 at a higher bit rate. Technical, technical. It's way better than PlayStation, but go ahead. Okay. At least the DVR is good. It's not even uh, the point. You were making good points. Keep going. Anyway, Huggy Chani with the $5 super chat. From software does a lot of crunch, philosophical differences with Microsoft definitely allows them to put out more games sooner. There you go. Work ethic. That's it. No, go ahead. Let somebody else have talk too much. No, no. I mean, okay, well, let me, Dave, sorry, you have yep. mindful of the fact that you said that quietly. Huggy says, like, these studios, they have more of a crunch culture, but the quality shows. What, do, you, do you like crunch? Jason well, Shroud will come after you. <laughs> do i like crunch i mean if it gets the job done yes I, you know i mean there's always going to be a little crunch it seems like it's just going to have to be in every situation but it's that's how you manage your time i mean do you want somebody working you know uh an 80 hour work week no, to try and get no, something yeah. done no. no but if it's a 40 hour work week and they and you know a couple of weeks of working 50 or 55 to get the job done, coming in on Saturdays, working another shift, something, you know, then yeah, then I think that's acceptable because right now they need it. We need to get the product out. We need to get it good. We need to get it to where it's not coming out at 30 frames when everybody expected it to be 60. Those yeah. kind of things, if it's, if it's that little bit more, 
yeah, uh, you know, the one thing people always uh, a lot of a lot of people, but you know, talked about the, like Halo and things like that about the, how they have like a certain amount of staff, and then after so long, the people that they bring in to help them after so many days, or they have to let them go because they can't keep them yeah. right. The contract workers, but that's actually because of where that particular uh, that's that's a like a state, the state policy, the state yeah. policy exactly. It's not you know so maybe take that studio and put it in another state. Your first party studio, 343, and you're relying on contractors. Move it somewhere else, bro. Yeah, I don't give I do. a shit. Just freaking move it. Like everyone else <laughs> has a solid team, not relying on contractors. Or if they do rely on contractors, like Naughty Dog, they still release quality games. Like 12 contractors on Naughty Dog. Yeah. And, you know, 12 like, studios uh, helped them l- land The Last of Us 2. I rate them for that because that's hard. Somebody cooks in the kitchen and you still manage to bring that to work. Well, everybody has their own discipline, you know. Yep. Uh, Cole was talking earlier about the, you know, like when a certain game, you know, had the problem that Microsoft has like a certain team that goes in and tries to help them fix out some technical problems. You know, maybe they need to have a studio of maybe a 50 to 100 developers that, that if there's a game that's toward the end of their, you know, that they actually go in and they can assist on these other teams. And it'd just be a team, a group of, you know, well-trained, well, you know, versed in the, in the different um, engines that they can send them around to, 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 why not? I mean, they seem like they have the money to do that. I, I don't know if that's practical Obviously or not. they have the money. Yeah. They have and the, money, the ATG would have been there for Redfall a long time ago if they uh, had they been more proactive. Yeah. My biggest problem with Xbox is they're not proactive in in their approach to the gaming industry and to their marketing and, and communication. They're very reactive. And I work in public outreach and communications in my real job, and we bang over and over about how we need to be proactive. We need to be ahead of messaging before a certain season comes up. We need to be ahead of what is going to happen or what the public is going to be asking about. You have to be ahead of those things. When the question is asked, you've already prepared your answer and you've already Already prepared what you're doing and i see xbox all the time i've been working in this field for so long i'm like why are you why are you so dang reactive it is a detriment to what you're doing you need to be out front and for them Ooh. to say uh oh shoot we're we're not gonna have a performance on at launch and it's like we'll send the team over quick you know in the ninth inning send the team over and fix it it's been happening far too long. And until they change operas, what is the word? Operandum motores and then op- operandi. Modus operandi. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. That's what I said. Booty traps. <laughs> until they fix that, uh, like look at Colt trying to sound smart and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, risk, risk it with an $8 Do super check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> risk it with an eight dollars says an unpopular fact whilst abk would drive competition not all acquisitions do excessive consolidation is bad for for the industry that's just a fact he's hit the five fifth stage of grief <laughs> acceptance and then switching it around well yeah not all consolidation is bad we've also talked about abk adding another weight on microsoft and its management well you know like how is it going to fix that there are big question marks around it when it can't manage there's just a few that it has will that change who knows 
Um, Alvin with a $5 super chat goes, as of today, Xbox has 23 studios. PlayStation has 20. No excuse for one first, uh, for one first party game in a year, just as Xbox has had no excuse last year. Agreed with you, Alvin. Absolutely agreed with you. Um, we did say for a while, like we did say like either they surprise us with the last of us factions or they have a pretty dry year, which is why we haven't seen their roadmap. Now, they do hold their cards close to their chest, but this big showcase that PlayStation fanboys are hyping up could be, and you know, when PlayStation does do the event well, they do it so well. But if this year that showcase doesn't show anything, holy shiz, PlayStation guys, narrative is going to be, sh- I'll be on shitting on your neck. That's impossible. I'll be like, is it over for PlayStation? Is it, if it doesn't happen, Colt? If they don't have a showcase this year, which they should do, they must do. It's been over a year. It's been 500 days or something stupid. They need to show it. PlayStation guys are even losing it. The, bruh, well, at least we gave it some energy when Xbox didn't deliver. It's, it was worse than what PlayStation is now because they've got Stellar Blade. They've got Final Fantasy 16, third-party, multi-plats, whatever. Money hatting, all that bullshit, fine, but they still have it. And they've got Spider-Man 2, which is big. But, bro, they haven't got anything for till next uh, fiscal year. Well, this fiscal year, end of fiscal year. That's bad. So they have to, just like Xbox has to. Well, Xbox has to do it more. But PlayStation has to go hard in its showcase. It has to. And if PlayStation guys cap for it, like, oh, we've been doing so well so far. It's like, no, you're just being hypocrites. You need to. They will. And, the, PlayStation well, will. It'll be. It'll be 70 to 80% multi-plats and then the rest will be some really big games that we didn't know. Like they're going to, they're going to showcase this naughty dog sci-fi RPG that is going to blow people's faces off. And they're going to, they're going to show something from Wolverine, uh, something I would think. And then um, they have a couple other studios that they do like uh, maybe ghost of Shima too. I mean, maybe we're just going to be loaded full of sequels and remakes. But I don't know. I mean, they'll they'll bring it. Sucker Punch made another sequel to Ghost. I I loved Ghost. So I'd be like, okay, that's good. And I'm just going to be next gen only. So it actually could be incredible. But I'd like them to work on something new. But Ghost was amazing. So, But PlayStation have to go hard, people. They have to go hard. I'm sorry. But you just can't give them the the win there. um, Just because they've been doing well so far. Um, and their exclusives haven't been that saucy for me pers- uh, personally. I see a $79.5. Thank you so much, man. Because all I know is what PlayStation 5 does in 2023 is going to dwarf 2022. Final Fantasy 16, Stellar Blade, Baldur's Gate 3, Silent Hill 2, Grand Blue Fantasy, and Spider-Man 2. See, the third party or not, that is incredible. Still line up. Money hat or not. Whatever. First part, you're not. Stellar Blade. What is someone said in chat? What is that? It's uh, by the Korean outfit that are going for Bayonetta vibes with this game. That looks incredible, which was actually marketed initially for Play's Xbox. And Sony just bought it off them. Sony are ruthless with their deals, man. And you know what? As much as I keep going to give the disclaimer there, I hate multiplats, but you got uh, third money hatting. We can rate it because they are ruthless. I want Xbox to have that ruthlessness and good eye for good IPs. And I'll give you an example that Microsoft got Wolong. 
and they got it on Game Pass. That was their deal, even though it still came out on PlayStation. What does PlayStation do with um, with the studio, with um, Team Ninja? They get Rise of the Ronin exclusive on PlayStation. Like, bro, you guys are sleeping at the back of the wheel. Yep. There's no aggression there, Microsoft. You're just sitting there, this blast. Like They took Wolong and bullshit. brought it to Game Pass when they could have brought it to Game Pass and made it exclusive. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but, it's just like. But Xbox has uh, to change the motorist operandi that are operanda booty traps. They have to change the way they're doing things because, uh, as I said in my last video, if any big purchases are going to be scrutinized to where they'll just get held up, Phil's going to have to change his, his method to let's go grab that big AAA game. Like, let's go get Space Marine 2 if it's not too Space late. Marine. And let's mm -hmm. just. Let's just pay for it and make it exclusive. That's going to be a big mm. game. Like, well, you need well, to grab something like that. Like, maybe Last of Ron Ronin will only be so big. Maybe it's going to be about as big as a Space Marine, guys, since you're going, <laughs> right? Space Marine 2 might be pretty big. Like, just go grab that thing and just go, just put it under your wing and go, this is Xboxes now. Look at, you mean look at Warhammer me. Space Marine? Yeah, is that what you yeah, said? Warhammer Space Marine 2. It looks like nice, just grab but... something that's coming out in the next couple of years or grab Judas. Go get Judas from Ken Levine, the Bioshock like oh, spiritual yeah. successor. Yeah, that's go a grab good something one. like that and go over you belong to, Space you belong to Xbox now. Yeah, yeah. Look at you, me. that's Yo. that's the aggressive that's the aggressive move that PlayStation will do. And if Xbox doesn't get off of their little lawn chair and start doing stuff like this while they fight for nine months to two years for Activision Blizzard and King. They're going to have to get up, dust off their tight wallet, and start buying stuff now and getting what? games on Xbox money right to... now. No, so I said I was talking on Thursday about this. Like, I, I appreciate that it might be the correct decision. I, I really like that Phil Spencer and his Xbox have not been doing the money hatting thing. They, they yeah. probably had the opportunity to keep their Call of Duty map packs and exclusivity contract going all them years ago. And they said, no, we don't do that. That's shitty behavior that doesn't help people at all. And they stopped doing it. Now as a business, in terms of like how that's helped Xbox in its growth and all the rest of it, probably a mistake but for me as a gamer like playing games and buying them the stuff that you're saying there you want like xbox to go in and pay for exclusivity for that judas game I, that doesn't help me at all i don't i don't want that i don't care why would why you'll still be able to play it asa you'll exactly, still be able to play but it how does that help you'll me? be able how to play it on benefit? your xbox or you'll be able to play it on your pc the xbox buying exclusivity is so different from playstation because if xbox buys judas everyone gets to play because it's not coming on switch Apart from PlayStation, everyone guys. gets <laughs> judas except for playstation only fans. Getting <laughs> and guess what? the playstation only fans only make up a small amount of people on this planet earth why can you because justify that you're still excluding them though it's bro you can't bemoan money hatting aggressive money hatting and then be a proponent for it Unless your argument is, do you just sit back and let PlayStation do it? Which at that angle, why, I agree with you. Yeah, and why don't you? Why? You. Why is? Why does Xbox not want to bring in people to Game Pass? Like, if you money hat something like Judas, the general public will go, "Okay, where can I play that? PC, Game Pass, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, or Cloud? Well, I don't want to play on Cloud, so I'll get it on my PC, or I'll get it on Xbox, or I'll go buy an Xbox. It's a win-win." all everywhere around for xbox they'll get console xbox, sales yeah. they'll get game pass what, what did i say 
No, no, no you're me? right. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, for yeah, Xbox, yeah it's a win-win for Xbox. For me, they'll though, get Carl. either Game Pass sales or console sales or both. Or they'll just make great sales on PC and everyone who buys Judas is going to buy it from the Xbox ecosystem. And that is the, and that's really good. It's different from PlayStation. When they buy KOTOR, no one gets it unless you own a PS5. But there are, there are 30 million PS5. What is it? There's going, to, there's going to be 60 million PS5s out there by the end of this year. And most of those people also own a PC or have an Xbox. The PlayStation Cole, only fans, ask, as I call though, them, shut make up a right? small. I have to ask though, because I'm saying like, <laughs> if you were to say Microsoft should go to to that studio and say, I want to get this Judas game on Game Pass. Yeah, like you can tell me that, and I'll say, yeah, I can see a direct benefit to that. Then I can play the game without paying for it. But you're saying you want them to go to them, get it on Game Pass, and also block it from PlayStation. And I'm saying that's that's good for Xbox probably. Yes. But for me, why, yes. why would I care for that? I like the fact that Xbox don't do that. Didn't Crap Gamer get rebuked for Phil Spencer for that very thing that you're proposing? Are you the next Crap Gamer? Do you want to lose your friendship with Phil? Because you would say, hey, why are you, you talking care? to me? Yeah, because you're saying you're you not to put it on Game Pass. Nobody else here. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't. <laughs> crap, crap Gamer was <laughs> mad that they were that they were putting it on PC. Back in 2016, I was like, oh, good. You're putting it on PC. I could pick and choose where I want to play Quantum Break. I was yeah, happy about that. That's what went wrong. I know it doesn't went wrong, but. Hey, can I throw something out? No, no, but can. Ace is right. Okay. Ace what is right. Mean, what is talk? that? How does, how does that benefit him? So, so, so what if, what if, <laughs> it's all good. What if, I know, AC, you don't like the, you know, the exclusive, but what if it was a timed exclusive, like a year or six months to where you could, well, I'm just saying that way it's yeah, eventually yeah. still available everywhere else, but yet we get it and it's, and it, and it also encourages the growth of Game Pass if it's on Game Pass, you know, I mean, I, I just, I think that's, that would be a win win. It, 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 is is that so, something that you would be open to, or no? Or me, do you I'm still not, think I'm that's not close to things. I'm not close to things. There's, okay. there's always again, there's nuance and subtlety and everything, right? There are situations where a, a Microsoft or a Sony putting money into a game is money that wouldn't have been there, and they're effectively investing into my hobby, and I benefit in that sense. But Judas, mm -hmm. in particular, like Judas is a game. It's going to happen. It's going to be at a certain level of polish. It's going to come out, and I don't see the point in paying to take that away from PlayStation. I see the point from Xbox's perspective, but I'm not Xbox. Right, I would much rather. Like, it, it's silly, but I like that Microsoft don't do that very much. I have the only kind I'm of exclusives you. that I particularly enjoy. Whereas, if you're going to do an exclusive that that takes advantage of a heart, a piece of hardware in a unique way, I'm in favour of that. If you're going to do like like VR is an obvious mm. example. If, if there's an mm. exclusive game on the PlayStation because they want to support VR, obviously Xbox doesn't do that. That exclusive makes sense to me. You, but if they're doing it like Final Fantasy, they're saying, like, we're just going to pay to stop Xbox fans from getting it. That doesn't benefit me. I have a PlayStation, but it doesn't benefit me. I'd rather Sony use that money on something that yeah. gives me more rather than taking things away from other people. And this is the consumer-friendly Xbox. So you can argue that it's good for their brand to get these exclusives, but being consumer-friendly is good for their brand as well. You'd hope. But but the game has changed. Why, the whole reason I brought up how they need to aggressively money-hack games that they don't own, like PlayStation does, is because they're in a situation right now where they can't... Because cause you're right, Asa. They want to bring games, and they're sharing all the ABK games with everyone. Mm -hmm. But but the, but the trade-off is... 
now Game Pass and the and the console have more games. I mean, the console already had them, but now Game Pass has more great content inside of it, which will draw in more subscribers. If the regulators don't let them have ABK Asa, then they don't have another a big group of games that they can't make from their studios. Because even with 30 studios, you can't make enough games to keep Game Pass as big as Xbox wants it to be. So if they get cut off from ABK, I say they have to make aggressive purchases to get games into game pass and if that means they have to also make them exclusive that will also draw people to say well i gotta either get like i said xbox console pc or a game pass subscription and that's what xbox wants because it's not about what i want i'm not trying to say i want them exclusive i was trying to say xbox needs them to grow game yeah, pass bigger and grow the platform because you have to have a reason to get those games. And right now over the past year, they've been putting these small rinky dink games while they waited out. And that's, and they've, and they've seen, they haven't grown as big. But that, now, PlayStation is different. On that side of things, I do agree with you. Cause I, I wasn't, I wasn't challenging yeah. the Xbox could yeah, use the benefit from them. It's the yeah. angle that like, I want it me personally as a person at the end of it, playing these games. That's a bit different. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all have access to all of them. I've got a PS5, a Switch, two Switches. I've got a great PC, lucky, and I've got an Xbox, right? Yeah. We're very fortunate. Yep. And and if you have more than one console, like, you're not locked down. Of course, there's a lot of us in the chat, whether you're a major PlayStation fan or an Xbox fan, who just sits here and goes, well, I want to play everything I want right here, where my friends are, where my trophies are, where my progress is, where I party chat. You know, I understand that. But Xbox needs to get out of the dugout and start swinging because they've been doing nothing for an entire year. Yeah, I completely agree, both of you. And you you hit the nail there on the head. And Asa, conceptually, in terms of ethics of the whole thing, if you call it ethics or whatever, I fully agree with the pro-consumer Microsoft approach. I believe in it and I think it's good. But on a business sense, when you've got someone that operates the way it does, like PlayStation... And if this deal gets blocked, big part of the way Sony's conduct has happened, as much as I still maintain I don't like money hatting, I say, Microsoft, go for the jugular. That is because why I said right at the start that it might be a mistake from Xbox's point of view in terms of how their business grows and thrives. I, I acknowledge that, mm. the exclusive work. Yeah, yeah that's Just true. Me, as a, as a consumer at the end of it, I would rather say... Sony stopped doing that rather than Xbox start doing that because it's a shitty thing that doesn't really help us. But realistically, Sony's never going to stop doing that this because it's what works for them. That's what that's that's how they've gotten where they're at yep. today. That's how they've gotten to be the market leader and the dominance. And they have absolutely dominated the industry because of these particular things. And right now, Microsoft needs to pull off the gloves, even with this deal lingering in whatever land it's in for the next couple of months. Mm. Right now, Microsoft needs mm. to pull the gloves off, go for the jugular, and absolutely fight fire with fire. Everything oh, the PlayStation is doing, kind of Microsoft needs to do that. They have the money to do it. $90 billion mm -hmm. set aside that's not <laughs> allocated it needs to be put to good use, whether it's buying other studios, buy a Sobo, buy any of those other, you know, companies that they work with that they need to have in before somebody else had some and then they're not able to use them, you know, kind of like some other games that went to, um, you know, other different uh, different companies or different, I should say, developers and programmers that went to different companies because, you know, uh, Embracer Group, for example, that, that, that we wish that 
wouldn't you, you know, wouldn't you love to have had that as a Microsoft studio? So that's if there's synergy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, Gaz. Gaz is playing nice working for Xbox, being being the nice pro consumer, you know. No, I like the the ethics of it, but it's not working. And it this is where Microsoft just it whatever it takes. You what when Sony did this, and I really think like you you're fine as a company because I still think fostering like the future relationship and how the conduct between your main competitor, the market leader is really important and how the industry's positioned. But this ABK fiasco revealed to me just the proclivity of both companies, their temperaments and how quickly they'll switch up on each other. And it's very dirty business as well. Everything is kumbaya. All the developers are friends with each other. And then they're freaking going at it each other on for each other's throats. So console war. Someone said, yeah, console wars is real. Hell yeah, it's real. Welcome to the soul. Shout out we to were molded by it. In the chat, 700 well, let's smash that like button and enjoy the sauce. We haven't even got into the CMA topic. Um, but I'll have to read your super chats because we read one super chat and we spent ages on that. VR2 with the two pound super chat. Watch one, the, that first party game sell millions for PlayStation 5. What? Spider Man 2? Yeah, no one is saying it's not. It's going to be every Xbox fan is saying it's going to sell millions. It's going to sell a lot. That's Spider Man, bruv. Ace23, Brooklyn, New York, with a $20. Thank you, man. He goes, PlayStation release MLB, the show, Horizon Forbidden Wet Burning Shores, DLC, Spider-Man 2 later this year. Sony started with $13 billion for acquisitions. They have $5 billion left. So 20% more for acquisitions, assuming that it was Sony, not just PlayStation. From 13 is about $30 billion. We'll see what that happen- happens there. But... You know, PlayStation's like, we grow organically. It was bullshit. They bought Bungie. They're going to shut the fuck up. And now they're doing more. They're doing Didn't you more. make a video on that, too? Yeah, of course about I the- did. <laughs> of course I did. VR2 with a two-pound super chat. Midfall and Last Gen Field isn't selling consoles. Last Gen Field? Come up with something good, you f- Um, Midfall, maybe, but Starfield... If they market it properly, they should be marketing it now to, co- to distract from the midfall uh, fiasco. Yeah, it's going to be mid. Uh, Glitch Doctor with a five euro super chat. Shout out to Nintendo for making the best PC ports. Those emulated titles run way better than the Switch itself. <laughs> Glitch Doctor, shout out to you. I bought the Zelda and the Switch, but might get it if i can get this um emulator working the deck that'll be good right see 79 with the five dollar super chat og xbox was my favorite xbox it had the most new original ips of any xbox system most games hmm. didn't score 90 plus but i felt catered for microsoft lost lost that agreed with you until you said blinks <laughs> at the end but blinks is still like an iconic thing that we get platform that we cared about but i agree with you man like if felt catered for this raw hardcore gaming machine man like it was it was, it was saucy nintendo uh sorry nintendo on the yotaku with a five dollar super chat i like how y'all praise from software and elden ring whilst lambasting star wars and redfall but it launched with a lot of issues especially on pc uh elden ring did fine but we played on console was fine um it didn't distract we, for, the fun. we forgave it yeah we it, forgave it, it because because it was really great. 
Yep. And earlier in the show, we did say, like, how, how many points do you dock? Does it detract away from the fun? If the game is so tremendously good that you will forgive it for its problems, which none of us actually felt, then, mm, and that game is tremendous. Um, uh, my best Lord advice is if, like you said, if, if the performance problems don't start chipping away your enjoyment, then you just kind of have to say, make it a passing statement. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, it's a That's fluid concept. It's a yeah, and everyone has a different interpretation. I mean, of you this. Know, remember, Elden Ring was choppy, but we all loved it, and it just never took away enough enjoyment to even make a dent. That's yeah. that's probably why Jedi Survivor is where it is on PlayStation Five and partially on Xbox. So, moving yeah. on. <laughs> Games Lord with a two euro super chat. Fire, fire, savior of Xbox, Phil Spencer, higher gas. Bad idea. Spartan goes to the. Thank you, though. Spartan. The next game would be cocaine bear. What is this? And everyone's just like, they just sue me for PTSD and workplace stress. I'm actually very nice to work with. Uh, yeah, Spartan your first goes... game for Xbox would be like a super boring, like 70 hour Dune game where you just walk around and talk to people Dune the same. <laughs> What? My game would Spice. be lit with blackjack and hook. Uh, no, forget the game. Spartan Go 17 with a two-pound super chat. Microsoft has been catching L's lately. Oh, no shit, bruh. Simpin Gaming. Simpin Gaming. $5 super chat. It's got some PlayStation looking fan. How series consoles do you think? How series consoles do you guys think Microsoft will set? How many are you by the end of this generation? I don't, I can't give a hard number. How many C Xbox Ones did they sell last gen, Cole? Like 50 million? 50 million, million? 50 yeah, million like, maybe? It might be the same uh, this year. Like maybe 50 million this well, time. I, I think this generation might be shorter, but you know, like people like Dealer Gaming thinks I'd be that. That it will be longer, but I'm like, man, I just think it'll be shorter because I, I, I be that's a whole other discussion. I think Xbox might come in with a next generation console before a mid gen. Yeah. Blue yeah, Moon says, I guess, has firefighters turn up when he's creating. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Shout out. That's facts. Um, so <laughs> I remember that. That was a long time. Risk it with another $8 super chat because they need to buy the seafood studio that um, Annapurna. Um, that studio is amazing. I've played more that more than any game this year. More than anything on anyone on my list is a great game. Seafood is a great game. Uh, yeah, an incredible clap. game. I slow played clap with the developer and a the publisher. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, slow cap. Uh, bro, they are like seafood. I played on P. I bought it on PC. I bought it on PlayStation, and I bought it on Xbox. I love that game. Uh, it's a brilliant game. Uh, Simpid Gaming with the ten dollars super chat. Um, will Xbox ever start to have third-party games perform as well or better as PlayStation at launch? They need to crap the whip at the devs releasing the game underperforming PlayStation 5. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's an Xbox problem. It's whatever the issue is. Well, will they start working better? Maybe at the tail end of this generation as far as multiplat is concerned, if you look at the 360 and PS3. But really on multiplat it's just it's a fat oh yeah resolution will be better but frame rate consistently i can't comment on that uh with any certainty bg says sifu is a top 10 game this gen shout out it is it's such a beautiful game and i hope it gets a sequel that game is incredible like this is incredible combat incredible um they added a difficult mode for people who were, who were shook about the difficult but the game is great because it is hard and it trains you to be good 
because of through its brutal gameplay. Sifu is so good, man. Um, Methusiel with the um, $3.49. Ace is right. Exclusive Judas does nothing for us. Mm. Magnum Gaming with a $2 super chat. It's more about install base. Devs look at that, and, and that's quite relevant in terms of power. They're not going to prioritize the, the Xbox. The divide gets bigger. With PlayStation's now selling like crazy, why would an, why are developers prioritize xbox and a series s and a series x and when it can be an afterthought and that's the problem but that's microsoft's problem they made the tools easy and inviting bro and the 360 ps3 gen but a 360 was outperforming the ps3 despite being weaker because of his tools so you know there's evidence there where they ignored the market leader and the monopoly at the time Huggy Chani with a $10 super chat. CMA essentially, and we're going to lead into this topic now. CMA essentially told Microsoft, you aren't allowed to compete with PlayStation because you own Azure, Azure, I don't know how you pronounce it, and Windows. They either exit their acquisition strategy and start money hatting, brackets, ick, or exit UK, which is better. Exiting UK, I heard this so much. That's not even on the cards, bro. Hey, sir, can you just deal with this whole notion that people are like, well, we just spite off Xbox, uh, UK. It just seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> um, what do you want me to say? I don't know. So I've seen that around as well. The The good one is there's this, this Florian guy who's posting every 20 minutes onto Twitter explaining <laughs> how Rishi Sunak is going to yeah. go up to the leader of the CMA and give him a slap and like... It's all illegal and like, what are you talking about? No, that's not how it's oh, going to go special. down. Um, in terms of leaving the UK, though, it's, it's not impossible that when all the cards have, have been played and the dust has settled, that they structure the deal in a slightly funny way that might impact people in the UK. But we're so far away from that. It's just like it's barely worth entertaining as a conversation at the moment. <laughs> I agreed. I agree with you. And Florian, I, you know, I'm not having a dig at him. But I am. For someone who's I been am. an analyst, he was... Okay. <laughs> you can have Sorry. A, that, 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 uh, not uh, any further than that. Just like the, the last two or three days or since it was announced that I'm not... I don't even follow the guy. And it's like, what are you talking about? Every 20 minutes? This is the like, chat. Madness. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Carl Bolton? Yeah, um, bro, in the chat, I have been seeing this guy. Hey, he's repeating pasting but florian said but florian said have you seen what florian is saying the guy is so emotionally invested in it you think i am this guy is like this is inequitable this is corruption rishi sunak is gonna do a power bomb on these guys and he's gonna do a fusion dance with someone there we having go. a baby with someone in nine there months. Is. There it is. <laughs> I thought I'd bring him back. Um, mm. But he's talking shit, bro. The only point I will say on that is this. But that's a lie. They'll be talking about this a lot right now because that's the topic we've entered into the CMA zone. For the last time you know in a long time, right? And then we can just park <laughs> yeah, ABK until something right. massive happens. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, no. This, this is a long, drawn-out two-year issue now. I do think this will... I, I, I will still be shocked if the deal... Does, um, I'll be very surprised if the deal doesn't go through. I'll tell you why. The Rishi Sunak angle is really important because Mike... <laughs> 
That guy will sell his mum, bruv, for some money. These conservative parties, they're desperate. This economy... Yes! Fuck you, Sunak. You think I give a shit about that guy? Uh, he's just because he's the prime minister. This is the UK, bruv. We don't give a shit about our leaders if they're not delivering. And the UK economy is shit, bro. Like, it is not good. The day the CMA uh, failure announcement, I was watching the news and it was a uh, piece about energy companies pulling out of the UK because I think there were some strikes going on and they just lots of long-term plans that they devised. It just looked like other regions are more inviting and there's this massive geopolitical play. Rishi Sunak has gone on and said, we want to make the UK the tech uh, Silicon Valley of Europe. How do you do that uh, without Microsoft in the picture? You cannot do that. So conversations are happening, absolutely, in the back doors or, that sounds weird, but yeah, in the back rooms or whatever, in Parliament, especially with the Conservative parties, and they all just sat there and they, all, they will try and fashion something. But that doesn't mean that they can completely circumvent the legal process. Like, what are we, North Korea, bro? Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Governments are corrupt. That's fine. But what will happen is that executive level pressure will feed into the whole thing. How will that happen, Gaz? If we've got a fixed legal process, we've got the CAT hearing this appeal soon. And we'll get into that with Coat Eastwood. No, um, so let's, I haven't introduced it. So the CMA have blocked the deal. I have got a video coming out. Thumbnails made. I'm sorry, it's been a busy, busy week. But you have to check out Ace's video on it. It's really good. It's really good. Very sensible. If you like that shit. Who needs to be sensible and nice and objective? You know, you want someone to wave your hand, which he does. He does a Reforge Gaming. Uh, but it's <laughs> great, great video. You did it. Have you not seen it? It's so good. I love it. <laughs> but um, I love you for doing that, Asa. I just did not expect that, and I was crying out loud. I was like, Asa, you saucy minx. Um, yeah, but <laughs> please do check out Asa's video. It's actually really good about what does that mean? You know, a lot of people crying about corruption, this and that, and your video was really good because the cloud argument. So let me fucking introduce you. I'm doing such a terrible <laughs> job here. The CMA has blocked the deal. It blocked it on basis that none of us expected they would apart from acer kept talking about it although he did think the deal was going to go through as well but acer is the only person that i know or that i've heard of even in this space talk about the cloud angle being a thorny issue and mm. yes and you have made a montage of it it's really good and it was you gotta get your uh props for that and i my argument was it's too speculative. Like they can't qualify it or what basis can they do it? But your video made me realize, hold on. And I didn't just necessarily disagree with the CMA's understanding of it because there's like, okay, it is new. They concede that there is no regulation in this space. So it's hard to do it. But if it's a new market and assuming this 60 to 70%, I don't know how they're coming up with that figure, by the way, Asa, like you say in your video, 60 to 70%. 60, there's a big difference between 60 and 70%, bruv. A lot of people are saying it's based on the Game Pass subscriptions, which means that... So, that Never trust case, what a lot of people are saying. That's something everybody should have learned by now. Yeah. Never trust it, what a lot so of people what, are saying. There's been this on like massive theory going on that CMA haven't done any research and don't understand the industry. And I still 
disagree. They bloody well do. Um, it is speculative. You're absolutely right. But I'm gonna, you're still introducing the topic. Carry on. <laughs> no, I'm doing a very bad job of it. But yeah, so like they, that's what they're talking about. It's a young industry. Microsoft, if you believe them, has a 67% foothold on cloud, irrespective of how young this industry is. We don't know how it's going to play out. And if Microsoft are allowed, they can, I don't know, foreclose this industry or they'll be just too powerful in this space. And they believe that Microsoft will leverage the exclusivity of things like Game Pass to just widen that dominance in this space. And then we also found out, and I don't know how true this is because it's been a busy week for me, but I didn't get to check the details. I was trying to read the Com Competition Appeal Tribunal Regulations 2015, which I did as part of my legal work, which I was doing anyway, actually, incidentally. <laughs> but um, they all, this, this bit, I haven't borne down to the details, but apparently Microsoft's offering was paltry. There was like they were going to allow these, you know, these public, these agreements they've made with cloud providers they get to keep 100% of their revenue. Now, I don't know where that's coming from, but on the details, it doesn't look that sufficient enough. So, so that, that specifically, though, so the contracts that they offered to these various cloud partners, so NVIDIA, GeForce Now, um, Boosteroid, and whoever else, EE, all the rest of them, all of them are providing a service where essentially it's a virtual machine in the cloud and you can play games that you have bought. So what the CMA mm. have said in response to that is like, these are essentially your customers. If everybody's talking about, um, we've heard so many people say, if you're talking about Microsoft making the Netflix of gaming, which is the angle, and this is more layman terms, it's not the CMA's wording, mm. but if you're looking at a company trying to enter in that market and make the Netflix of gaming, none of these people that you're offering contracts to are competitors in that space. These are your customers. You're letting them buy games from you or letting their users buy games from you, and you are taking all of the revenue from service-based games, and we know the industry, particularly things like Call of Duty, are leaning heavily towards service-based games. You are giving contracts to people that are essentially customers, and you are keeping all the money. So um, you've said it, I've said it, lots of people have said it now. Um, if Microsoft had come forwards during the process, and Microsoft were aware of what, what the CMA's issues were, none of this mm -hmm. is new in the slightest. The CMA were yeah. very specific. They said it's not the consoles, but these are our concerns in the cloud space. Microsoft had their opportunity to address all of these concerns and they chose not to offer any contract to Amazon Luna and they chose not to offer any contract to Netflix and to Blacknot and to anyone who is actually a competitor and to Google are so important in all of this I cannot understate like most of the things that you're hearing are from Google so when you look at that point around Windows it's funny because we've spoken we've spoken about a lot of games during the course of the show today and there's been this common theme that games perform badly on Xbox and Windows. What's going on? Is DirectX 12 the problem? Games are just like a disaster on Windows. And suddenly that kind of like, it adds so much validity to the point that Microsoft are monopolizing the cloud space in terms of Windows as the operating system because the only one that didn't use Windows was Stadia. So all of the objections that you see throughout the documentation about like Windows is going to be dominant, those are all coming from Google. Google have stopped Stadia as a public service, but they are still trying to sell that technology in the background. That's so like, what does that mean with Google? Like it means but, that it means that if Microsoft owned all of these studios, Windows would be locked in as the distribution platform for games and the Vulkan API, Google's like Stadia tech, all of that would be done competitively. So it is a valid point. And I'm not 
People seem to think that because I say this, I'm like cheering for the CMA or something, or that I think they made the right decision. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying whatsoever. I think it's a really know, difficult huh? decision, but I'm, I'm against people that, like, like AJH said in chat there, that they were ignorant and they didn't study the facts and their numbers are all wrong. The numbers mostly, like in terms of projections, probably mostly came from Microsoft. They're not ignorant. Their decision is controversial. Their, division, their decision is divisive because the cloud market may never... Right. Like it may never become a thing if they don't let Microsoft yeah. invest into this space and they don't let it flourish and they don't let it grow. And they talk about these people that can't afford a console and can't afford a PC and they say these people, like, if the space isn't competitive, it's really bad for these people. But today, nobody is catering for these people. So I'm not here saying I, I agree Albert, with the Albert CMA's <laughs> decision and it should be blocked on this basis, but I'm very much saying that they're not stupid. Like, they've done their research and they do know what they're talking about. So. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you. The cloud angle, I, I, d I dismissed it because um, it wasn't even a conversation. It was the console marketing dominated it, constantly dominated the console, which I think is a bullshit argument, which is where that thing came from. But you're absolutely right. And thanks for summing that up. And it's important. But what's the likelihood? It, because in my view, in my view, the way this goes through, is this Microsoft will keep doing? They announced another freaking partnership with uh, God knows what they're called. Another Nware. Like, what the fuck is Nware? <laughs> is that Engage? Yes. <laughs> We've got the Nintendo Engage. Uh, well, whatever they are. I just feel like they Microsoft need more meaningful uh, agreements. If and I just uh, these are their forget PlayStation. PlayStation is such a tiny little morsel of Microsoft's competitive, like, like they're com competitors, they don't, but if Microsoft can show the, the way to show the not goodwill, but intent being pro consumer means doing possibly the impossible, uh, offering at least offer, I say the word offer for a reason, something substantive to the likes of Netflix, Amazon, Google, that's the way you disprove it. You've got, they can submit, a lot of people are saying it's all procedural. They can, the CAT will only consider on the basis of the, what the decision was made. I disagree with that because in law, sometimes the case morphs completely over a period of time. Case like this, I'll be very surprised the CAT would ignore, would ignore a fundamental changing of the case uh, completely. If they did, Microsoft can also take him to the Court of Appeal, by the way. It's not the final decision, which would be a fucking nightmare. Talk about this for even longer. Sorry, I've talked about this for ages. Um, but I'm just going to introduce it to you, Colt. Colt, this was bad news. And I'll read your super chats as well um, to, to tie the, into this. But this was bad news no one expected. And the deal looks sketchy now. Oh my God, the PlayStation guys celebrated so hard. Lucky bastards, they get such goodness. Why could Black Xbox was getting it at the start of this year? Now they enjoyed it. Yeah, so you've enjoyed the goodness. goodness. You've enjoyed the goodness of the sauce for like over a year and a half straight. Yeah. Like with no break. True. Like you've been just bathing in the tears. So it was time for you to just take a break. I know, but I love the sauce. So I love the anti-PlayStation sauce. It's so nice. Tastes so good. I want to apologize to Asa because I, 
he, when he was talking about this the CMA, like I also made the assumption they don't know what they're talking about because the, some of their arguments do sound like they have no idea what cloud and the market is and and where Microsoft stands in, as a monopoly. And I I made statements like that and got called out in my comment section of my video. Like, how can you say these government employees don't know what they're talking about? It's like, well, I've worked in government before and uh, they don't know what they're doing most of the time. <laughs> but anyway, that's um, true though. That is true. It really is true. And but I also know and i didn't say this in my video because it's super rude is that there's a power trip play how dare these you know measly little peasant civilians try to assert their dominance over our supreme government power whether you're in regulatory body or you work uh you fill out someone's information to get their driver's license at the dmv but i told you the joke or i said this earlier about how my friend worked at the dol the department of licensing where you you know you, you test people for their license and you have you have he had ultimate dominion over everyone's driving credentials is how he acted and i and i sit back on seriously but um no one you know no one saw this like no one saw CMA pulling a 180 and like people making fun of, of FOSS patents. The guy had all of the information lined up and he had it all analyzed. Destin Legary has been doing his due diligence to know what's going on, have his finger on the pulse. And the CMA took the cloud concerns off the table. They had the console concerns off the table and they were ready to approve and then last minute they get like lena khan reaches out and uh i can't remember who else <laughs> you were reached doing out. so well at the song call and then you morphed it into <laughs> i can't help it lena khan came in the corruption false patterns floor <laughs> and i'm Bro, looking at Asa, are you serious are, I, are you serious? I started, I started, I started shaking my head as soon as you said that the cloud stuff was taken off the table because they were so specific that the cloud stuff was still an issue. And people like to like rewrite history and they didn't take it at the time. But they said they were dismissing the console yeah. space as an issue. But cloud is very much an issue that they're still looking at. And they list, the, the reasons that they blocked it, the four reasons that they've given, were the same four reasons like five weeks ago. They have not like changed their mind at the last minute. They really haven't. Bro, okay. they announced it that the cloud thing is still, and it, that's the only issue. They did a bold move and said the console argument we've, we've taken it off the table. And that was a big thing because Microsoft could potentially foreclose the console market. And they didn't yes. think it would because Microsoft they said it's so instrumental and microsoft thought it was it. done like they were they were getting very very sure at this point and then they just like it was it was at the point to where the cma was going to approve the deal then it was on to the the european commission and then i mean come on seriously like okay so uh, the cloud Sorry, not Dave. being off we'll get the cloud being not like the quote was from from Foss Pence where they took cloud off the table and i repeated what he said right but this thing was pretty much ready i mean it was it was pretty much going to move on and then we would go on to the next step and then everyone even the playstation diehards were like are you serious it got yeah. blocked like really do we is this is this for real do we get to celebrate this because they all were accepting that's why they were all teeth gnashing and fingernails growing <laughs> like they knew that xbox was going to get the next step approved and then it was going to go on to the european commission and then it just seems like last minute the night before you wake up mm, what 
and it was blocked. <laughs> like everyone was shocked, and that's uh, yeah, and that's kind yeah, of yeah. what I'm getting at. Because I it don't know you. If you know me, I've talked about this seldomly, but frequently on my show. Like I, we don't talk about it very long. We talk about maybe ten minutes, and I'm like, it's out of my league. I've made two videos on the ABK uh, fight with regulators over the past year. So I don't know everything about it, but everyone from the outside was like, are you serious? Are you, are you, are you for real? It got blocked. Really? Like this yeah, is where was we're surprising. At? Even like Hogue law was like, this is ludicrous. Like on this, um, leftover cloud. I don't think it's leftover. There's others, but I did retweet that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like even like, it's interesting for a mergers and acquisitions guy to even think that. Cause he was reading up on it as well. Like, it was a shock. Yeah. PlayStation guys said C, but the PlayStation so guys who say C didn't even CMA rest their argument on cloud. The CMA. Yeah, I mean, I'm not about I'm not about uh, conspiracy or tinfoil hat stuff whatsoever. But CMA but did something. Because- <laughs> so, CMA did something. Yeah, here it comes. Right, CMA <laughs> did something in the last minute where they that where they were able to justify that they were blocking the deal, like. Come on. Did it come up last minute, Ace? We're going back to the yeah, same thing, Cole. Nothing last minute about it for me. Like it was it was consistent with what they said months ago, like at least a few start. weeks when they when they blocked the PlayStation thing, but it was there. If you look through <laughs> any of the responses that they've given throughout the process, this has been there. It's been so there, all of the, no, the question for me, man. So were we all focused on the console thing because that's what Microsoft wanted us to focus on? Is that what their PR campaign was all about? Mm, no, 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 I don't think so. So why did we, like, I'm, I'm saying because, this collectively. Because was... the opponents, the main vocal opponent was was Sony. That's Is that true, though? Yeah. With, with where we yeah. are today, though, when you know that it's been blocked for reasons that have nothing to do with Sony, are they really the main vocal opponents? Because Sony weren't public with this. So why do we feel that Sony were the main vocal opponents? Where did all this messaging come from? Well, oh, I mean, well, Sony was did, so. It, well, there were a couple food, of things we <laughs> we found out. We found out though. No, actually, we did find out. Like when the happened over a year, they would announce that there were only a few detractors on the console space. So I don't, and I'm not saying it was coming from Microsoft, but when I think about some of the instances where the finger was pointed at, pointed at Sony it was Lulu Chang saying. This is what Jim Ryan said. We had that Xbox guy, a PR guy that said there's telling lies in Brussels. Um, Mm -hmm. And Jim Ryan came out and actually said, well, since they put my name out there, they only offered it for three years, which I don't think they substantively like disproved that. that They said it was five. So the silence there's a bit weird. Oh, wait, that's a minor issue. It's like it's minor, but it's... Food for thought because all of those things that you said, like, why are we talking about PlayStation all the time? Because Microsoft were talking about PlayStation all the time. Jim Ryan came out once publicly to respond to something that Microsoft had said, but besides that, mm. like, there was $150 million spent on choosing where these conversations took place publicly, and they did not mention Google because Google well, was the threat. <laughs> the exclusivity was out of the question months and months focused. ago. Everyone, the ponies, the Xbox, they focused. Well, they were. That's, yes, they were. But I remember early on, Hoag's Law said, uh, and I learned from that, he said, this is not about exclusivity. And I think that was like, this is like back six to eight months ago. He said, Nicole, it's not about, he was on my show. It's not about if Call of Duty is exclusive. You have to stop thinking about this. It's about the monopoly and 
to answer you about PlayStation, PlayStation's only job, and, and I love how people are like, facts, you give him facts, and it's only facts <laughs> if it supports your favorite console. PlayStation's only job in this merger was to make sure that Xbox, by the end, was in the worst possible situation with a massive advantage, advantageous purchase. Xbox is going to bring in a printing money machine with ABK, with King, right? And with Call of Duty. Like, it was a license to print money. 70 to 100% of profits were going to go directly back into Xbox gaming. So PlayStation's sole purpose was to throw in all kinds of flares to get Xbox the worst deal out of the situation by the end of it. And that's why Jim was over in Brussels, was to make sure that Xbox had... the worst possible outcome, even if they still got it greenlit. They wanted to block it, but at the very least, they had to get Xbox in a bad situation. Like, yes, you can buy this car, but we're going to we're gonna take all of the bells and whistles out, and we're going to try and make you pay more. And they're sharing their cloud with all these other people. And Asa, I learned something from Asa today, that they kept leaving out some of the big players. They were, they were going to put out all these little people but, you know, PlayStation wouldn't come to the table for cloud. And uh, who'd you say? Because uh, Google's out. Uh, Amazon Luna. and Luna. Amazon Luna was was not. They didn't reach out to them and say, hey, we'll put your games there. Because Amazon and Google are their real competitors, not PlayStation. PlayStation makes up 20% of the global gaming revenue across mobile, PC, and console. So they're not worried about PlayStation. PlayStation just came in and threw a big wrench in the gears of it. So... When you look at everything that went on, when it's not about exclusivity, that is about cloud, and Xbox seemed to be so uh, flexible, right? And then the CMA blocks it anyway. That's like, oh my gosh, my phone's listening to me when I say the word G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> it's like it wrote out everything I was saying. Uh, yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. And I don't blame the UK, but the, but there's people saying things like the UK is closed for business. They're not tech minded. They're they're not, not allowing things to grow. And I don't know about that stuff. And I think that's right, bro. Look, okay, sorry. Dave, look, I'm just mindful, Dave. I'm so sorry. We've been ranting. Yeah, it's all good. I'm loving it too. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? You don't be listening. Uh, <laughs> um, this. What are your thoughts on this deal? Do you think it's still going to go ahead and well, go through? I, you know, the, the I guess the, the big question is, you know, we this is what they're up against now. So where do we go from here? What, the current the state question. of Xbox. Correct. So mm-hmm. if 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 the you know if if they're like it has to be I guess from understanding, you know, from Luke Steele and those other lawyer gamers uh, that we listen to that um, that it needs to be the first part of this one needs to be at least kicked back for the CMA to review the way they've done it. Does Microsoft have the opportunity to, at that point say, okay, cool. So you go listen to this again. Well, we, you know, we want to make sure we have Luna. We want to make sure we have this. We, everything that the, the Asa was talking about that they left out or left off the table, you know, is it the kitchen sink time? Is this, Everything that they can to, you know, if that's clearly what's the holdup, is that what you need to do to get the deal to go through? And after that is all done, is it going to be worth it for Microsoft in the end to do this? Because the the option of pulling out of uh, of Britain, that is so problematic. And there's so many issues. Logistical headaches. Oh, my God. Well. There's so many different tie-ins that you could, you know, even with a veil. 
mail threats and stuff that were that were that were going on uh, with Brad Smith. That um, you know about oh we've been forty years with Britain. You know those things. That's kind of dangerous, I think. Because I don't think so. You I don't, don't agree so? with that. So okay. a lot of people do agree with that, and that a lot of people made this very vocal point that oh Microsoft is so petty making this statement. The moment it got announced, I was I would have been I was thinking the same thing. Microsoft need to release this statement. I was their legal counsel. It's not really a legal counsel point, but the strategy does count when mm-hmm. you're trying to battle a case or lit- litigating. But it's more of a PR thing. But I would have one hundred percent hold up the executive to your account. You, bro, this is a $70 billion deal. Yep. If the UK and Rishi Sunak saying, we're going to make you the Silicon Valley, what is Microsoft essentially saying? Minus all the emotive language, they're saying, well, prove it. If you're not, are you open for business? Are you going to accommodate us? Without us, you're, you're well, so That's true. That's true. But then again, where's it going to leave Microsoft though? I mean, if for some reason they're like, Okay, the executive cool. pressure is not negligible, Dave. Like, there's okay, no well, way. I, I, I get that. I get that, and I'm not and I'm not dismissing that at all. But I'm just saying that it's not. that it is. It just seems like if they're trying to be the nice guys, that now it's the point where it's they need to give them everything, everything that they want, everything that they 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 balked at. It's but but is that going to be enough? Can can this turn around? Can this is this. Is this that's fixable? a good question? That's, that's a very that's, good question. That's the biggest question. That is the biggest question. That is the big question. Is it dead already? Can it be salvaged? Microsoft immediately came off the back like they already had their statements planned, and they yeah. were saying, "Look, we are fully committed. We're going. We're going to appeal this." And Activision did their whole pretty venomous rhetoric as well. Uh, they desperately want this deal to be done. They desperately want this deal. Their, their shares tanked, yeah. whilst Microsoft's shares increased, which means that their own investors are more bullish about Microsoft. They want them to leave this acquisition that that's kind of sinking this co- not sinking the company, but they feel right. obviously the perception is there. But will it go through or not? Now the. I wouldn't dis- disregard the deal as dead. But the, the thing that would cause me to say this thing is finished and Microsoft will most likely not have the appetite to k- keep litigating on this is if the EC rules ag- against it as well. Because to me, the US is safe ground. They will litigate and they will win. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you know anything about um, the UK and the branches of government, the executive legislative uh arm and the judiciary there's more of a fusion of powers in the uk and the us there's a separation yet somehow (laughs) corruption it's not conspiracy it's just understanding and the landscape you had congress rebuke ftc completely on on the basis of their competence and in the us i think they'll win the case the geopolitical angle you cannot ignore with a 70 billion dollar deal china going around there us is already parroting that with the uk they still have to be observant of this process but they that executive pressure will apply they i think the deal will go through i still think the deal will go through it's not born out of a reason of wanting it to go through i just i will personally be shocked that big business can be curtailed at levels like this let, let me but ask a question for say, you guys right the mm-hmm. speculative one because speculative is so important here 
Do you think that cloud gaming is like a mainstream future for gaming? Is that the direction that the industry is headed? This is a good question. Um, I don't definitively know, because when Jeff Grubb put this poll up, he said, do you think it's going to be big in 10 years? I struggled to answer the question. Um, I could have gotten yes and no, and I actually ended up voting no, only because I find it the adoption of the internet speeds and widespread, because that's quite a fundamental part of this. And I just don't know, I can't see it moving fast enough in that sense the adoption of it, I, in theory, Microsoft obviously believes in the cloud vision and cloud being big. We've talked about it here, like it's going to be mm -hmm. big, but I, 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 I do, I'm really 50-50 on it. I don't know if it's going to be big. It might yeah, be no, huge. It, and it's obviously like relevant to the topic, but let's just, let's just run across the panel and see like, because, yeah, you know, it's, it's what the decision has been based on. Cole, it's cloud gaming, the future of gaming and we'll go like like 10 15 years whatever the time frame is is everybody going to be yeah. playing on cloud is that accessibility the most important thing going forward uh yeah i mean i i did like a whole three minute segment on my video and then cut it out in the editing on the editing floor about that speech that i think in 15 years or 10 years a lot of people will be playing on demand um because if you can grab a wireless controller turn it on and launch the app on your phone or on your TV and you're playing on demand, like you don't have to download games anymore. Um, I think it's going to be a big deal, but there is an eventuality in like 10 to 15 years where we think of our console more like we loved our CD players or our Blu-ray players or whatever. Wow. Right. Well, and I really think that's true me. because I, I mean, I loved my disc players in the car or wherever they were. Like, they were a big part of my life. And then one day I was on an iPod, you know, with with, with earbuds. And then uh, 10 years later, I was streaming everything to my phone. And when I got in my car, it, the, the music continued because it was on the cloud. And video games are a big deal because your movies are on demand and your TV's on demand. It's, it's harder to get games, but, you know, in 10 to 15 years, we're going to be there. And all of us here who are watching the show, there's going to be a big chunk of us who are like, our consoles are great. Oh, man, they were so awesome. But I don't, I don't really use them anymore, and I don't, need, I don't really buy them anymore. I think that's an eventuality. And maybe that's where I don't give the CMA credit, where they know that future's coming like I do. And they're looking forward, like, where does that leave consumers? But I look at Xbox, who's just like, we're everywhere. Our access is to everyone. All you have to do is pay for the subscription or just based be in the ecosystem. If you buy Redfall Part 3, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'll say I'll end here. Like if you're going to buy Starfield 2 or if you're going to buy Elder Scrolls 7, um, as long as you buy it or you're paying for the subscription because games aren't free, as long as you paid us, you can play the game nearly everywhere but a PlayStation console and maybe PlayStation 6 or 7 won't even exist. So everything you've just said has suggested that CMA should block the deal. No, because I just told you Xbox games are available to everyone. So there's Doesn't no monopoly. Matter. Doesn't matter. What, just, what's like, the monopoly? What's the competition worried about? Xbox making all the money because they have they built up what? Azure. Like, mm. where would Apple be if they weren't allowed to say, look, we've done this the best. 
And but we've created this. You do this concede the there will be a monopoly, right? If no one else is in the space, Microsoft controls it. What, why do you say no one's? Why do you say no one's going to be in the space? The reason why the iPod was the de facto portable MP3 player is because it was the best. Everyone else tried to make one and they sucked. Step up your game and make something better than the competition. That's true competition. Make something better than your competition, then you can compete. You can't sit back like PlayStation and go, "Well, we didn't think about making cloud like our cloud is based." on a bunch of ps3s and a server racks that's not how it works i think you're conflating issues here because we're not saying non-competition because okay the reason why ace has asked this question obviously is if we're bullish on cloud then it is a salient point it's not without credit that CMA are doing it. You're saying that Microsoft is the only one who are offering it everywhere. The only one who have bothered making an effort. I didn't say I didn't say Microsoft's mm. the only one who's offering cloud gaming. No, no, I mean, as in they're the only one meaning, meaningfully offering customers something in this space. Because you talked about Redfall, I can play on mobile, I can play on PC, I can play on mm-hmm. laptop, right? And PlayStation's so going there. PlayStation's doing that too. And Amazon is trying to do that as well. So, so tell me why does why does Microsoft seem to look like they're the only ones who are doing it and that they're going to dominate? Mm. Nvidia Nvidia GeForce now is huge, like it's big for its time. There was what ten million people or twenty million people that have played on it so far. I, I don't know the so, numbers. So uh, what am I? Sixty seventy percent. If you take it as gospel, there's a different attachment there. But, yeah, okay. repeat that. Repeat that factoid to me again. What is it? Sixty percent, sixty to seventy percent of the cloud market is owned by Microsoft with Azure. I uh, know, as in, I think it was specified on cloud gaming, wasn't it, Acer? It wasn't just Azure. It was cloud gaming. They said they have a sixty to seventy percent control. Yeah, I've seen various disputes over where those numbers came from. I don't trust any of them without reading into it myself. And, and why do I they haven't. have? They have they have control over the cloud because they've built thirty data centers around the world so that people can play it's on cloud. Microsoft, yeah, they have yeah. the facilities for that. Because it's PlayStation, you'd those. say you haven't got the facilities for that big man. So uh, no one else can compete because they haven't been building servers and building up a a place and making it possible. No, I'm saying I'm not. I'm saying that everything you've suggested make gives warrant because it's still control. Just because I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with you that people maybe other attempts have been anemic. Google didn't try. That's why it failed. That a hundred percent. We know that. Guy yeah, Kai yeah. with Sony, where's that? It's not even the it's same. Dead. Yeah. Amazon yeah. Luna is an absentee, like in the space. They didn't even try. Netflix is starting to try. You've got Joseph Staten has joined there. Uh, and who knows where this is going? But Albert G. Gaz is 100% correct. He will just say anything that sounds anti So shut the f. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll say anything that sounds like you're supporting anything PlayStation. Sounds, he doesn't understand. Once Gaz starts going, oh, poor PlayStation, they haven't partnered with Xbox. They don't have cloud. So, guess <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, can I, uh, can I jump in here for a second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. I was going to so, lead to you. Sorry. Just, just, that's all right. Just, uh, just so in the, in the quote unquote cloud space, uh, in, in the you know, streaming and all that kind of stuff, there's three parts I think of. One, the CMA, whether it's going to be dominant in the future or not, they think it is. So right now we need to feed into whatever their narrative is to get the deal done. That's one. Number two, Mm -hmm. cloud gaming in the future. Is it the future? Is it going to be big? It could be. 
but then there's a lot of independent markets all over the, you know, the, 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 you have to invest in the infrastructure, okay? In the U.S., mm. big countries, the U.R., but, like, there's a lot of places in, uh, uh, you know, Africa and places like that, different continents, different countries, that the infrastructure isn't there. So streaming and cloud gaming isn't going to be competitively level or where you yeah. can really get into it everywhere. And will it ever be? It could be depending on the technologies that are available. You know, maybe Elon Musk puts out all his little satellites all over the world and runs a really good deal for everybody. Who knows? Mm. But that's a monopoly. Can't run Twitter, let alone do <laughs> exactly. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we don't care about that. That's the future. But, uh, yeah. but, 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 but my point is that um, is it going to be the only thing? I don't know. What we need to, you know, to me, the focus is to get through this deal because if we don't get the deal done, and that this all this is mute whether whether because even if it even if it doesn't get done and it's put back shelf well that's still not going to stop microsoft from going after all these other companies and still going after the different things that they need to do to get to where they need to be to compete with everybody else so i don't know maybe i'm rambling but i just i just think that no. the that the the cloud structure right now isn't where it needs to be everywhere in the world for for people to 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 rely on cloud gaming as their only source that's that's the beauty of it like if if we're going to sit here and say cloud is not going to be the de facto place to play games Mm -hmm. like mobile devices now we're seeing we're now we're entering into uh, thanks to hargy hargy it's amazing we are entering into the world where super powerful handhelds are going to probably take up a big chunk of the console market like mm-hmm. we've got the Rogue Ally at the Steam Deck's already incredibly popular. The Rogue Ally is going to stomp the Steam Deck, and then there's going to be something else that comes after that. And their nanometers go down. Handhelds become more viable to play games natively, so you can play on anywhere you want. And P- Xbox has allowed cloud gaming to go to all these places around the world where it's okay. You're not going to play on cloud gaming if your internet in your area isn't up to snuff. So you'll, you'll buy a console, but there's going to be a day when consoles are just not that popular. I didn't say go away. Right. No, you're right. Cause I would love to, I, uh, I mean, I don't even have a CD player in my car, but I mean, you have those options and people can always have those options available to them. It's just, what's going to be more popular. And I, I sit here and people are like, Colt, stop, Colt, stop. I'm like, no, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, you, you need to quit protecting the government. We've got all these well, companies Microsoft. who are going to move the, our, our quality of life, our technology forward. Like, Microsoft and PlayStation, Amazon, Luna, they're not going to like build places where you, you, you put dogs into them and then they just drop acid on them. And, and, you know, like they're, what are you it's talking an inter- about it's an entertainment. We're talking about the government's trying to stop entertainment and technology entities, you know, and if the most evil thing that Microsoft does is they have a cloud monopoly where they have the place where everyone plays on cloud gaming. Like what is so horrible about that? Well, I'll tell you what's horrible is Microsoft makes a ton of money and then they could just buy whatever they want and they'll just buy everyone's brains. Like give me a freaking break. And I understand <laughs> that it's their job to make sure there's competition. Listen, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, seriously. Like 
the competition thing. Like what is the, give me the downside of the competition. If Microsoft owns cloud, because like they are the de facto place to play. The world is loaded with companies. That doesn't make it right. Two wrongs don't make it right. The whole point of the FTC and regulators getting this enhanced power is to curtail movements in the space where anemic regulation has caused a select few corporations to have a mass control and control in a way that's anti-consumer. Now look at Sony. Sony's basically got monopoly. It's acting like a bitch. That's a different argument. Yeah, they're worried about price increases too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I get that. So yeah, it's it is the pro-consumer slant of the CMA is correct. Now, Asa, you piece of ass, you asked this question <laughs> through the grenade in the room and watch everything explode. Tell everyone what your angle was with this. This was my angle because this is this is the conversation that matters when you're talking about whether the CMA are like ignorant and whether their their, their objection is like has any merit at all. I mean, Hargit Super Chat there says that cloud is device agnostic. Anyone can put their content on whatever cloud option they want if it merits it at all. Which is the argument, right? Microsoft controls so much of the cloud infrastructure and they'll control too much if they also control the content. That's what the Activision acquisition mm. is all about. It is about controlling content as well as infrastructure, as well as the operating system that runs most of that infrastructure. Carl was talking about that ROG device, right? Again, Microsoft API, if you want to run any games on that thing, and this is where it becomes like a massively powerful position. You can argue whether whether competition can exist in that space or not, and that's a very important argument. That's what the CMA have to define. But Microsoft will be hugely powerful if they control all of those things. And Windows as a gaming operating system, and okay, there's people quoting semantics like, oh, Xbox isn't Windows, right? It's DirectX, it's Microsoft's library. It will be massively powerful. And if you want to make a game, you're going to have to make it for that. And if anybody else wants to enter the space and they don't want to pay Microsoft to enter that space, they, they say, I want to be a cloud competitor. I'm going to enter this space. I'm going to need to use Windows. That's a massively powerful position that Microsoft already have in operating systems in the home. Doesn't mean that they should have yeah. it everywhere for all time. So, isn't that weird though that they're so like I understand the worry about Microsoft having control of all these things, and then they have because if you own the market, you control the price. PlayStation is uh, selling more games or selling fewer games by making more money by raising the price of the games, and they've raised the price of the console everywhere in the world except for in North America. Um, so I understand that, but Microsoft historically has lowered the price of a lot of their services. Windows has been free for how long? Ten years. Uh, yeah, Windows, Windows used to be a hundred dollars, but you could get it for ten dollars. Uh, you can get a free version, uh, but they have the monopoly on that. So, when I look at historically, like what would Xbox do? What will like? There was the Michael Pactor said, if they Why? promise to keep Game Pass the same price, they'll they'll let them cut the deal, and nobody believes that because we're not sure if Michael Pactor knows if what? that's viable or not. No but shit, Michael Pactor chats <laughs> shit all day. I know. Let me let me move forward with the Game Pass thing. Like, be be honest with yourself. Take your emotion away from the price hike stuff. What is the top price of Game Pass with five hundred plus games in it? And I think if Xbox is like, they probably have a number thinking it'll never go over fourteen dollars a month for the standard Game Pass. And I really truly wouldn't think Game Pass would be over that price because if you you jump it up to 20, people are like, I'm out. I'm out. And PlayStation is a case for Microsoft and its its 
like behavior and it won't be anti-compete and Microsoft will take care of the consumer and they always make it clear. But bro, this is still Microsoft, man. This charges you gold for no reason right. to play online while this PC yeah, you're right. gamers aren't up. Yep. Bro, you can't shape Microsoft as this angelic company. Like, I know PlayStation in the console space acts like a prick, but so Microsoft has also no, done dude, dickish things. Like, I would, like, I, I, you and I fought against the gold hike uh, two years ago, right? But mm -hmm. I'm just telling you, from I, I can honestly say, personally, I don't think the Game Pass would go over a certain amount, and $14 is like the okay. price point of subscription services. And so I, I just don't think that they would they would stretch beyond that because yeah, then people just go, I'm out. It's not substantive enough to offer... No, it's look, not. The it's not. You can't no. just say, I well, they, I don't think Microsoft will do that. Microsoft, you cannot trust Monopoly, especially like in Microsoft. It, it, the, this is where... I had issues with the deal, not issue with a deal where I say the deal, the contention has teeth to it because the 60, 70% figure, that was a surprising figure, whether or not that's wrong. I I'm not talking about that, but we all agree that that is a potential issue in this space. What does that mean for Microsoft? What can it do now? Is the deal going to happen? That's the question, Cole. Like, if you're Microsoft, forget all the kumbaya stuff and how good they think they are or whatever. What do you do in this space? If the EC commission says no to this deal in next oh, yeah. month, the deal, in my opinion, is dead. Microsoft will not fight, in my opinion, or they'll lose a signal. I'll be surprised. Uh, pleasantly oh, you surprised. think they'll lose if they fight? I think, I think I Microsoft think will fight away. it to the bitter end for two years and waste everyone's time. Maybe. That's what Maybe. I think they'll do. It's not great news for Xbox fans. It's horrible if, news. Because Xbox fans like feel like they're distracted by this massive ABK deal where they can't even tender to our basic requests or their promises. So ultimately, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. If the deal fails, and I think we've established now, thanks to Acer and his nuance and his clever questioning and introducing <laughs> and educating. That thanks, Acer. On Thanks, Asa. <laughs> on the cloud angle, on the cloud angle, there's an argument. Fuck Sony's shitty argument. That's dead. No, so I now have to, you have to give me the opportunity to be really, really clear because people hate me if I just present one side of the argument. And as he I hates PlayStation. Right he, he hates Xbox. <laughs> as I said right at the start, though, there's a, a, an equally valid argument that. If you stop Microsoft from doing this, then you make things worse for a, a lot of consumers who would embrace that space that may not grow otherwise. So there are two sides to this argument, but a lot of people are already making that one. So I just like to get people thinking about the other one as well, because it's really mm. not a simple decision. And if you ask me if the CMA were right or wrong, I'm not going to give you an answer because I can't see the future. None of us can. And there are two valid arguments. So Absolutely. <laughs> But didn't Satya, didn't, didn't Satya say it best? So if this is about competition, uh, let us have competition. By closing all competition, if Microsoft <laughs> needs to, if no, if Microsoft is serious about yeah. like we want a competition in this space, then it needs to make offers to the big players. I don't think it's, I've said it before, like the deal now, well, I said it this week, deal cannot go through if they do not offer substantive proof, evidence, handshakes, not with these little shits. And I also think Microsoft purposely did that to ensure their bargaining and negotiation position. They went really low 
100% revenue clawback. These are basically your consumers. When for the smaller partners that most of us didn't know, apart from EE is okay, fair enough. But what is that in this space? They have to have those conversations. They have to make the offers. They don't have to be accepted, but re in earnest, offers to Luna, Netflix, and that hard task. Microsoft may not have the appetite because like we said, those are their primary competitors. That's where it's going to be interesting. The moment they but sit down with Amazon, then that's shocking because that means they really want this deal to go through and they're willing to take, well, hopefully, well, well most likely calculated cut off no their profit. One, they no one's stepping back and looking like over the global the global gaming space, Xbox is actually very, very small as a competitor. And I know they've got the name Microsoft attached to it. And, and that's why I made the joke about, are you worried about Microsoft making more money? Are you worried about Xbox being competitive? Like I, when I made the jokes about how evil it could be. Um, so PlayStation has the dominant market of the console gaming and uh, alongside Nintendo. And those two make Xbox look super small. And this is all about gaming. Now, when Xbox has a cloud monopoly, Asa, Xbox doesn't have all of the games on cloud. They only have their games on cloud and a few that they partnered with through Game Pass. And so let's take a step back and think how many games come out a year? About a thousand games come out per year through independent and big studios and in between, right? About a thousand games every year. How many of those games would be uh, exclusive to Xbox's ecosystem? How many of oh, those games would be able to thrive without being made for Xbox's ecosystem? Say again? How many of those games would I be able to first. exist and thrive without being made for Xbox's ecosystem? How many of the exclusive games? No, games in general. Like in that future that you're describing where Microsoft control everything. Oh, oh like where, where most people are, are on cloud. Um, I mean, because I don't see the future where Xbox has hosts everybody's games on cloud. I mean, I don't, I think that's going to, that's where like Luna's not super big right now. Um, they're a big competitor that, but when that future starts to come in, that's when everything will grow. And that's what the regulars are worried about. But then you have to step back and say, look where Xbox is now. How long in the next 10 years, will they be a dominant force and be able to set prices because they've gotten so huge? I still don't see that, but maybe I'm not looking at it from the right direction because if Xbox it's offers 500 games on Game Pass at one time, it, um, how much of a dominance over all the games that are available in that entire like generation of of games being built? It's it's a small portion, so I don't see where the monopoly is in that future. Am I am I looking at that the wrong direction? No, Gaz? no, no, you're look. This is this is speculative in nature, but one thing I will say. Microsoft is the one basically making investments and a meaningful development in this area. Even though it's not that great, Google Stadia did really well and gave up. Microsoft hasn't. It believes in the vision of cloud. I find it um, counterintuitive, potentially, despite the, the anti-compete concerns, to what could potentially just derail the whole cloud market completely. 
as well, because this is the catalyst uh, growing cloud. Microsoft has ABK, this nascent market. You're going to basically cut it off before it even thrives. Why does it mm -hmm. need Microsoft only? To, I don't know why the others aren't making real attempts if they're not, if they are, and we don't know what they're doing. But I find it hard. I find not maybe unjust, but I find it counterintuitive to the development of the cloud space where the biggest player and the most pro-consumer, whatever, is not even allowed to carry on uh, or enhancing that in the short term. Though the equitable decision may have been, and I know the CMA doesn't operate like this, I was add conditionality on it on five years plus, and we have a look through what you've done. That doesn't work that way. You can't, it'll be such a terribly intricate deal where you have a system of checks and balances against this acquisition that's conditionally approved and whatever the parameters are that you're checking that, okay, this is, you've done this, the industry is still thriving and you've helped. It doesn't work that way. So the, it's just it's speculative stuff. I understand the CMA's angle on cloud. I don't agree that it should be curtailed before we've even seen it thrive. Thank you. Thank you. That's, uh, that's how I feel because a lot of us are basing this on the precipice that Xbox cloud is going to host everyone's games for them. And they may. Well, they, they may. I mean, and you may not see it, but if, if you, um, uh, let me think of a, if, Let's say that Judas game comes out and it's only on cloud because that's where most people play. And the only the way to do that is they have to call up Microsoft and say, hey, we need you to host our game on Azure. And then the, and then, then Xbox gets 70% and they get th or 30 and they get 70. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. But we don't know where that world goes. And when you think of Xbox being so small, X, niche of niche, right? I, and Matt's saying it in the chat as well. Um, also, Ace, I didn't understand what your question was. You were saying, do the other games outside of Xbox exclusives, can they thrive without being on cloud? Was that what you were asking? Not without being on cloud. So you were talking about the speculative future where Microsoft control like almost everything. You were saying um, like uh -huh. people can still play them if they release on Xbox, but but can a game still be made that doesn't release on Microsoft's platforms in that future? Because that's, that's a problem if they can't. Well, I mean, they can, you know, they can, like if somebody makes a game that is not partnered with Xbox, they can put it on steam Epic game store. They can put it on windows PC store. Um, they can put it on PlayStation. They can put it on switch. They can put it on mobile, but the right? cloud market itself. There's, it's almost being treated by a, a market in itself, isn't it? Asa? It's like, a, yeah, a, it is. Yeah. The answer isn't actually terrible there. Like these established ways that we play now are still valid. So you're not wrong, Cole. Like it's a fine answer. I was just yeah. asking the question. <laughs> No, no, I, I get that. And it it's funny, the more we talk about it, when I try to put myself into the future and we have to predict where everything sits. Sex um, robots. Sorry. It, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, is the world <laughs> sex robots? I mean, is the world even around by then, <laughs> the way that we're acting? But, um, and I know like in the chat, like uh, Xbox a lot bigger than Colt says it is. Yeah, I mean, Xbox is is pretty big, but compared to Nintendo and PlayStation, they're sitting pretty low, and and their revenue hasn't been doing so great, even though they allow their games to be nearly everywhere, right? So, um, you know, I, I, it just chat, I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, let me, I'll just end this yeah. and say I, I scratch my hat when or my head when I say you know uh, that Xbox is going to be somehow the be dominant box. in the industry when they uh, 
they're just barely making it and they're not making any money and they're not growing like their their hardware and their games growth is really really slow but game pass is doing better than than cloud and everything Isn't else playing so. the, the world's smallest violin has been played right <laughs> it's now. their fault yeah it's their fault well you know in the chat there's a lot of people a lot that are saying you know well gaming you know the cloud market is only zero percent to two percent of the market why are we talking about this why do we care the thing is the cma care about it right now microsoft care about it well yeah but i'm saying that if we want to get the deal done we better figure figure all this crap out quick and and get Not it to we. where. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Microsoft yeah, needs sorry. to figure this out uh, to, so that we can so that, so they can move it forward. Because if they don't move the ball forward, um, you know all these other worries about cloud gaming really won't matter. Because you know Microsoft well, is, is doing a lot of innovation, a lot of you know forethought. They've they're they're planning ahead, and you know, like Sony seems to be of like kind of dropped the ball on this at some point and they were not really anticipating it being as growth and game pass. And these things are important. And that's why we're talking about it tonight is that it's, you know, I get it. It's, is it boring? Is it going to be the future? Who knows? Nobody really knows because we just, we don't know yet. Is, is there innovations that get it to where it's affordable and, and, and viable for everybody in the world? Yeah, that could definitely happen, but it won't happen if we don't let the people who make the games and put out the product work on it. And and I think that the CMA is actually has a big chance where they say they're trying to protect the consumer. They really have a big chance of hurting the consumer if they block this. And that's just what I think. Yeah. Sorry, he said you're going back after that guy as well. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? What are you <laughs> no, not even talking so about? There's, there's one guy in chat who thinks he's a, a systems engineer for a company that uses Windows and doesn't pay Microsoft anything. And it's... No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tag, you're it. Chat, wow. we are not always bad to you, are we? But you know what, chat? <laughs> Look, we got to be real. Like, what do you want to do? Like, everyone's like nice to chat. We are. But if we don't agree with you, we'll say shut the fuck up. And you can tell us shut the fuck up back. Oh, your moderator powers are back. No, we won't, <laughs> we won't do that. Um, but look. This is, look, you don't get this kind of chat anywhere else. We can't have, we have an earnest chat. Uh, about it, like pretty real, and we always do that here, despite my bias or whatever. It's still in intriguing to me. Let me read the super chats, they were so generous, and I have to read them all. Of course, I have to, but these are interesting. Uh, Simping Gaming, I'm going to read yours at the end because you talk about Starfield, which we'll talk about. I'll bring it at the end, we won't talk about it for ages. Purple Tree Funk, thank you for member for 11 months. What happens if Microsoft closes the deal without the approvals of the CMA? Unlikely fines. Would they be less than $3 billion they have to pay if it doesn't close? Microsoft just needs to divest out of the UK, which is un unlikely. I think the question that we've talked about this earlier period is just not even worth answering. It's bullshit. Um, Nintendog, the Otaku. A new Xbox game was just announced an hour ago. What yes. Uh, sort of. Um, I, don't, I can't find it, but a thank you. I think it was an NFL player has been hired to help or has written a script or something about a sci-fi time travel game for Microsoft. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and then people are like Quantum Break too. It's like no, Quantum Break's dead. Wasn't that great? <laughs> you guys love it. Um, sci-fi. Let, let me get let me get cool. it for you because Jez was right, right here. It says uh, uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know. I don't follow football anymore. 
Caillou Blue Kelly uh, says he signed a deal with Microsoft for a new video game, which will also have a movie based on the game, describing a SEAL Team 6 that travels back in time to stop people from trying to change historic events. And there's no code names on it, so Jez and company have not dug up Xbox any information. Exclusive? But he said it in an interview, in a, fo- a football-related interview in a, on a Xbox podcast exclusive. or something. Okay. Yeah. I wonder who the studio Apparently, is. Apparently, Xbox exclusive. It'll probably come out in 13 years. So. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, games take um, six-plus years now, so... Yeah. <laughs> BG in the chat, $10. Thank you, man. He goes, bunch of Twitter randos who got their law degree from Taco Bell University and acted like experts on merger acquisition were wrong. Shocking. People should have just stayed quiet and played their games. Oh, um, what would you talk about? They were on spaces <laughs> all day instead of going to work, too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I'll get Kelly with the $10 super chat. These, these guys spend ages on spaces. They don't fucking work. It's crazy. Um, uh, Hoggy, he goes, the entire thing with cloud is a non sequitur because Netflix exists and has its own content means you can't sub to Disney. You can easily sub to anyone when you want. Cloud is also useless. What? That goes into counter to what you were saying. I like what uh, he's saying because he's he's supporting one of the things I said that, and you guys got mad at me. But it's like, what is it? It's the government's job to make sure everything's fair. But you got to put out a really great comp content and compete. Like you have to compete. And Xbox needed to compete. They needed to actually make stuff, and they're trying to make some money so they can make more great things. But um, no, they, fuck their money, man. But it's the way you say it doesn't sound right. Like the, I, the, what you said is exactly. Uh, what I was saying about it's hard to penalize. Why is Microsoft get penalized? I mean, go get mad at Apple for making the de facto MP3 player, you know, 15 years ago, get mad at them. Cause I remember the reviews. I I tried to go cheap and buy a knockoff. I tried to buy like, uh, I can't remember who the brands were like the big name brands tried to make their own iPod and it was clunky and crappy on. and it got low My, ratings. This isn't, this, isn't, in this, yeah, this isn't Apple buying loads of musicians though, to cement their place in that market. So Microsoft have got the technological innovation, and this is a deal about buying the content that that stops other people from competing, right? So your your buying... iPod analogy would be like they'd have to go and wait, sign wait, wait. a record label. What do you or mean something. buying Call of Duty, buying Call of Duty, Overwatch, Diablo that will remain multiplat, which I think forever. No, uh, no, how, but how does just, that keep your, your iPad, your iPod analogy? Like, like Apple weren't penalized, but Apple didn't try and sign record labels, or maybe they would have been penalized. No, I mean, I mean it's hardware, but yeah, I mean it's they it's the made a great thing, product, and, and and then no one could touch it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not Microsoft hasn't made a great product. Like Microsoft is investing in this technology that has persisted in a while. It's the only one meaningfully ma- making inroads in it. But now it's buying content so that will be like oh, sign up and foreclose the business before anyone can really make a dent, and that's the thing. But not withstanding my previous comments but like i don't know I, well huggy your super chat was also really good because i wanted to touch another angle on it and i've deleted it what the fuck control z control z uh sorry i've lost it um huggy with a five pound five dollar super chat my xbox doesn't use windows it uses xbox for cloud gaming there is no windows cloud gaming for microsoft uh Xbox sort of uses a Windows uh, kernel or whatever. It uses a, a sort of operating Windows operating system, but that's not the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 
Um, no, the reason, they, so the reason why I brought up the iPod is it was a hardware is that you've got the they've got the cloud infrastructure like they built Azure, they built a product and they're putting out physically around the world. And then everyone else has to go do the same thing. If they want to compete, they can't sit back and say, oh, there's no competition because we didn't build cloud a cloud infrastructure for on our own. That's what I'm talking about. Like when you talk I mean, about signing deals with the studios, that's Xbox is buying Activision, Blizzard, and King so they can have more revenue to continue investing in more iPods. That's what I'm getting at. The, the, the okay. argument that I'm taking from you that I do agree with is that um, is that I don't think that Microsoft should be punished for growing this area that doesn't exist yet, which is, like I said at the start, that's the counterpoint. Yeah. And that's um, yeah. that, that's what you're, you're putting forward, I think. And I, I'm not against you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, because, it's... Sorry. Looking in the future sucks because <laughs> we don't know. Like, we're all speculating the same as even Microsoft who are forward, forward planning for the future. And so, mm -hmm. are, so are the other platforms. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, and that's the that's the tricky part. There's no no right or wrong answer there because we don't know where the cloud might not even go anyway, despite the deal going through. Well, you know, we could have a solar flare. That's going to happen, people. You think I'm crazy? Remember let, let these me words. Say, let me All say one more thing to make. Gone. I'll say one more thing that'll make sure that that I'm being as fair as I possibly can in the moment is that I do understand from the very beginning of this that Microsoft is a huge money power, and regulators should be concerned that Microsoft can continue to perpetuate and snowball so much money. Like if Activision Blizzard gives them a Monty printing machine and they make a ton of cash and they throw it in, they buy more stuff, they build this, this gets bigger, and then they become this unstoppable force. That's what regulators are concerned about, whether they know about the cloud future or not. Like growing the monster is scary and should be regulated. And that's, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it either way, but I think they are justified for making sure that the monster doesn't continue to be fed after midnight and water poured on it. Gremlins reference. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, fair enough. Right. Um, but then, I, but then we all take a step back and look at little tiny Xbox struggling to actually get some freaking games out because of their own accord. And um, we're all like rooting, like people are in the chat, don't root for a trillion dollar t a company. It's like, but we're all rooting for our favorite place to actually get out of the dugout and actually get some actual great content for us and get those games out. It's frustrating. That's, that, that's why I feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, venomous pipe for the five dollar super chat no more mr nice guy x microsoft needs to be ruthless kill sony dead okay that's a uh, beast i do agree with the fire though uh but don't kill sony uh, well try and kill the games first before we try to kill your com competition that's murking you i'll get Jenny with the five dollar super chat x cloud gaming will remain niche there's no need for it it will become pointless over the next decade or so. So he's not bullish on the tech, which might actually end up happening. Because I think the, the broadband adoption is really weird and really spotty. It's not progressing as fast as I thought it would in this AI space. AJH with a five-pound super chat. He says, yes, yes, it is. I don't know what that means. But that doesn't mean that automatically Microsoft wins. The timescale of how big it can be, cloud, I think, is a speculative of how long COD will last. Great point. I'm not like for like, but no, there's the same kind of argument. Is COD even going to be relevant in a, in a few years? We don't know. Maybe not. Uh, 
I, I have to add to Hargit's point since he would, he didn't add it there because he's been talking to me. He said in the near future, the processors could be so powerful in our TVs that we don't yeah, even use cloud. That. Did he say that to Why you before? Cause we were talking about it in party chat and I was like, really? I didn't believe him, but he's like, the processors could be so powerful. You could run a native game. You could just load up the app on your TV and you just buy the game right there and you don't need a console. And, and even then I'm like, is that, do you think that's possible, Asa, that cloud could have its moment and then the tech shrinks enough to fit into a TV and then we're in a different mode? That, there's, that lots of, there's lots of questions around the future of the cloud. Because I was, I was um, like some years ago, I was with most people thinking that this is a fairly inevitable future. But then you look at it, um, there's more challenges around it besides hardware form factor. For me, the biggest challenge at the moment around cloud becoming adopted and becoming the future that Microsoft are projecting for it um, is more to do with the, the, the meeting between content and people. Because the, the biggest challenge to cloud gaming becoming a big thing to me is this is the, the, the marrying of an that. audience to a controller because you can take away oh. all of the barriers you can deliver content you can you put halo on the tv screen in the other room and my wife's not going to play it so matching content and experiences with a player base is the big unknown there's this big assumption that um the reason people don't game is because you have to you have to spend like 400 quid on a console or more for a pc it's hard to get into but if you take away those barriers there's going to be millions and millions more people that want to do it and that's actually not an answered question. It's like it's an assumption that was made that isn't necessarily proving out as the technology develops and gets better because there are cloud streaming services. If you ever played Stadia, if you make the, the Netflix comparison and the, the casual gamer comparison and you talk about the quality of the experience, Stadia could be very good. But it's not necessarily an audience that cares for convenience enough to hold one of these because this is not convenient to a lot of people. It is to me. I play them, you play them, we're all used to them, we're used to the kind of content that that brings. But for me, if Microsoft want to make cloud gaming a thing, there's going to need to be a big pivot in terms of what they're actually delivering to find this bigger, more lucrative audience that they're looking for. In terms of hardware, like the question that you actually asked about hardware in a TV or anything else, I think if you're Microsoft or Sony or Amazon or Google and you're, you're pushing this cloud strategy, at some point you have to think, there are people out there that are willing to, to run hardware off of their own electricity and their own network. We should definitely exploit that as well. So yes, like I think these things will all exist together. I don't think cloud is the be all end all of the future. Does that answer? Yeah, I mean, I don't even think handhelds are the future because of the size of the screen and the and the comfort. Like that won't be the place where you play all the time. But For me, I hate handhelds. Just real quick, see, I don't like, I never play small screen stuff. I don't like it. But we're not far away mm -hmm. from that small screen being replaced by a pair of glasses and a big screen. And this isn't my oh, usual. Yeah. This is not my AR. usual like VR. It's not even AR necessarily. It's just a, a display. Like augmented reality yeah, is cast, like it blends with the real life. And then, yeah, exactly. You've got it up yeah, close. you've got a screen on your face, and then suddenly it's it's the trade offs are a bit different. So everything will change over time. But <laughs> oh, interesting. I like that on full screen uh chris hughes a senior with a two pound super chat amazon cloud is number one thanks for that i don't know what to do with that yeah. super chat <laughs> risk it for the biscuit oh maybe you're just saying that it's, it's prominent oh sorry uh thank you for the three dollar super chat um cloud 1.2 percent off a 200 billion dollar industry equals bullshit 
decision. Hoggy Chani with a $5 super chat. Galaxy 23U, 8-core CPU, GPU with 3.7 teraflops, 8 divided by 12 gigabyte RAM model dependent. You essentially have a Series S in your pocket today. Cloud is unnecessary. Wow. All the power in your pocket. Um, Rice Eater 79, didn't Microsoft already show this model with Windows? Which model? Cloud model? Controlling uh, everything, I assume. Model? Like... I don't know. Okay. Sorry, gents. That, that was, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. Um, risk it with the $8 super chat. The biggest concern this gen we've had, Resident biggest concern this gen we've had is Resident Evil 4, Sifu, many great games, and Colt's game of the year so far as Dead Island 2. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> well, Resident Evil 4 is a remake, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get some good games, I'm sure. Hopefully. Uh, Mike with a $11 Canadian. Is the CMA's job to regulate the market or predict the future? They are so concerned about a potential monopoly that will cement current ones to prevent it. Apple, Google, Sony, all celebrating. Mike, uh, Asa, do you want to say to that? Like, we've talked about it, but he's very... We have, yeah. It's again, it's a really awkward one because no, they can't predict the future, they can't know what it is, and that's also not really their remit. But they also would be fairly negligent to ignore the, the future and not do anything about this if it were to develop. And in five, ten years' time, it was all a disaster and it was too late to do anything about. So it is like it's a fair question is that okay? Should they preemptively try and stop bad things from happening? Would it be irresponsible or negligent to, to not step in? Currently, their remit says that they can do that. They can look at the future. They can be speculative. So, I saw the lady that came up and she got an interview at the CMA. Um, if it may, if it means anything, when she was like answering back where this Microsoft was saying that they didn't know what they're doing, she rebuked it strongly. And, and I got listening to her, watching her talk, I got a lot of confidence. That that was like right. These guys know what they're doing. And obviously, the substantive argument as well. But when she came across as didn't come across as someone who was clueless, uh, whereas Lena Khan doesn't look like she has the faculties to make a good decision. And, a, and that's the market divide. CMA, British regulators are doing a good job uh, in terms of adding like something like we can hold on to. Whereas, whereas with the FTC, it's a political bullshit show. It's like a broadway show and lena khan doesn't re unless she can show me otherwise i can't see much substantive like thing there because all we're gonna be is like like fucking lobbying it and doing a political run it's weird whereas the cma is not like that um despite there some in my opinion erroneous assessments early on which they you turned on marty rules with a five dollar super chat when is it enough microsoft has already had 24 plus studios and still continue to buy big publishers this is the same part they had for their operating system becoming a monopoly microsoft strictly doesn't need abk to happen a lot of the reason why a lot of playstation guys want abk to fail other than the obvious uh reason is the fact that abk kills their argument completely about microsoft not being all in on gaming i did spend seven plus billion on zenimax but that is such an eye-wateringly high figure that you would have to be the most moronic blinkered or just 
just completely conceited person to think that Microsoft not all in on gaming with 70, the ABK deal going through. Um, but do they need it? I don't think so. I think that they need to fight harder. Um, but in a market where operated with PlayStation, the way they behave, Microsoft should be aggressive. And I think that would help. And I talked about consolidation before. I just think that that would send a, sh- a shock that this AAA industry particularly needs. It's too comfortable. It's too comfortable, in my opinion. Simping Gaming with a $5 super chat. Sorry if you guys have already discussed this, but will Starfield launch at 60 FPS? We don't know. None of us know. We're hoping it does, but we don't know. We talked about fucking ABK for so long, the CMA, and none of it. It was good conversation. I just don't want to do it for other... Xbox will again. stop when they've got enough games coming out Ahead of it. frequently throughout the year. I mean, that's really important because Game Pass is bigger than just console, for sure. Uh, they're doing a horrible job with their consoles anyway, so they've got to provide something for their consoles and, and then their PC fans and Game Pass people. So... Well, even ABK doesn't really help them that much, right? Like, there's not going to be a new Overwatch or a new, a new game from Blizzard for a while. Um, That's the so good news. They don't have that many earlier, games coming like, out frequently. Earlier on, I was saying that Phil Spencer, for the first time in like 15 months, pointed out that Xbox are in a strong position anyway. So maybe, maybe they're going to stop playing this game of like playing small and actually start telling us some exciting things. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, they need to. Oh, right. So, Asa, do you think they've been playing small tactically as a result um, of ABK? For sure they've been talking about, oh, we're third place, we're really little, we need this to compete, we gotta, you got to let us mm-hmm. compete. And now they're saying this is, this is Xbox, this is Microsoft, we're strong, we've got studios. Even if this deal doesn't go through, we can, we can do great things. Like, yes, that's the Microsoft that we all would rather see. Like, give us fun things to talk about. We don't want to talk about this every week. Show us games, show mm-hmm. us what your studios are doing. Yes. <laughs> and so you think that will change now the visibility of what they're showing you know the you know the eu thing is important to the whole thing and that's right around the corner but uh, the tides are turning and they are beginning to like i think i think we'll see what they're up to again soon that's very positive um i mean i didn't think this whole thing was actually really restraining them but if you're saying that it does i'll i'll take that on board as a infinitely more wiser co-host and partner in this uh and over the year period of time it also seems like the timing would be perfect because the ec hearings at the end of may the game showcase is in june and i hope and i hope as an xbox fan gaming pundit all of us podcasters whatever content creators that we don't we finally see these guys wake up and that means PlayStation 2, because they haven't shown us anything on the roadmap. I think you, everyone needs to cast their minds back to when this generation started and how excited we were, how the tech was going to be leveraged. And we were really looking at next-gen game, that Unreal Engine demo and all the things that these CPUs going to use in terms of AI, in terms of physics, in terms of all kinds of things, and ray tracing, which is... And it hasn't materialized. <laughs> I hate ray tracing. Oh, I hate it. Well, yeah, I don't blame you, but yeah, it's the like ray tracing we've got. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, 
And I just want this cross-gen thing to end. If this ABK deal is the reason why everything is so weird and slow, which is, I find it surprising even saying it, but, and Asa, you say that's the case, and fine, I'll take it on board. I just think it's just... Just end it. Then, like, at the, after the EC, whatever happens, I want to see goodness from all of them. From all of them. Sony and uh xbox so i want to see your future lineup i want to see gameplay i don't want to hear excuses from either one of them i just want particularly microsoft because xbox has to prove itself like all the money in the world and you can't give us the game i don't give a shit about even the abk excuse you have to and i'll repeat it and you can hate me all you want you can hate colt because i'm sure he's going to not make excuses as well with his co-host mag because he was raw on it last year as well you were web dave you've been on it as well you've been agreeing with like most xbox fans about the damage controlling ones have been raw about it but the damage controlling fans have also put it wait till 2023 if you say wait till 2024 you can go yourself and on that no, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up. It has been a beastly show, gents. I thank you so much for uh, being here for so long and giving away precious time on a Saturday evening. Everyone in chat, hit the like button. What an intense show. We dragged into the cloud argument. We had to spend time on it, but we hopefully entertained you well enough. Um, so thank you, everyone. Um, before we do that, Asa... Tell the peoples what's going on. We are dead. Yeah. Well, when we're done here, I'm going to climb back under my desk and do some more trying to fix my PC. Um, <laughs> PC gaming, yay. <laughs> Tech difficulties. <laughs> um, I've got loads of stuff going on. I've, I've got some some new toys coming my way. So I'll be streaming exciting fun things. No, we don't. Toys. Don't talk. About oh, that. we don't talk about it yet, huh? Don't talk Ooh. about it. Um, I had, I had, actually, I will talk about it because it's funny. Um, I had a really interesting conversation with my bank today because I sent some money to China for a new VR treadmill. And they, they were like, this is a fraudulent transaction. And the conversation that I had with this bank clerk was like, what, why are you sending this money over? What is it that you're trying to buy? And I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a wait, wait, did very, they say? a very specific, like, nice bit of furniture that I want from China. Transfer the money and Did the, they the say back we're and not, forth. We're it's not like, questioning the validity of the purchase. We're just think it's fraudulent that you're buying something like this. I'm <laughs> just trying to explain. This person had no idea, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get into what. what wait, a VR what's it called? What's it? It's got to have is. some gross name. Does it have some gross like sex machine name though? No, it doesn't. I'm afraid. It's the catwalk, and she's like, you're you're buying furniture, but it says here it's like it's like a. It's a VR tech bar, and I'm like, yes, it, it's 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 for my, yeah, it's very unusual virtual reality tech. Please just drop the subject, let the transaction go. I want to buy this thing. It's, it's me, not mine, I promise. Baby. Oh. It's not mine. So yeah, interesting <laughs> things. It wasn't fraudulent. Oh, it wasn't fraudulent. I thought the vendor no. was fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward conversations there. But I'll be I'll be doing the usual stuff. I'll be streaming. I'll be um I'll be on my normal Thursday thing Q and A. So if you want to come and discuss whether or not Windows is free and start calling me names, then by all means pop in over there. It'll be a great time. Mm -hmm. And and yeah. <laughs> Uh, which so, super chat I, before I go? Which super chat am I Let missing? Can someone paste it? Uh, 
I'm just saying, I, I'm sorry that I that I said Windows was free. Last oh, time I, I talked see, I about it, it, there was a free version, as far as I knew, that was legit. That was watermarked. So sorry if I got that wrong. Rosie, what, thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. Because the problem with advocating for this too, but uh, this one is the problem with advocating for this is when when is enough? Microsoft already bought publishers Zenimax, ABK, another publisher. Microsoft didn't create any, just buying it. If you observe this space, you will see a lot of consolidation. Sony didn't buy create Lemmings and it bought that. Sony didn't create Halo and it acquired Bungie. Um, Sony didn't create. Most of the games that in third-party money had, slow talking about that, are carrying it. Final Fantasy, Stellar Blade, Deathloop. How many games do you want me to name? Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is an undisclosed amount of time. But it happens all the time, and they do it for a long time. Even Knights of the Old Republic, this is a Xbox original game. Well, so he tanked. They keep doing There's multiple ex examples of that. It's a degree of where do you want to land? You, yeah, mad consolidation is bad. Publisher level, okay, but they're the market leader, Sony. So you yep. don't want a shock in the system. The publishers, do you, you give them a deal for 10 years, you still need COD. What did Sony do in the first person space for all this time? Where is it now they're focusing on gas games? Like, there's a, lots of facets to it. I get the consolidation is bad generally, but this industry needs, in my opinion, a shock. I hope that answered your question. I'm sorry for missing it. And if I, um, RDX Son of Fett, did you, I couldn't see your super chat, bro. And I'm really sorry. Um, can RDX, can you post it? Well, as you do that, let me do the uh, outro times. Web Dave, sorry, man. Like, we were just emotive on this whole shit, but you just look so calm, bro. And you added some sauce to it as well as you do. Thank you, man. I hope you had a good time. And I know it's been oh my a long God, show. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it, man. I can go so another glad. couple hours. You guys are fantastic. Are you kidding me? Some of my favorite yeah. content creators. So yes, thank you so much oh, for having me on. Absolute uh joy to be here, uh, to be in the mix. And uh I mean I you know, this this is this community is amazing and I and I love talking about these subjects, man, because you know, we're all passionate about gaming. We love gaming, you know, Absolutely. all kinds. So it's uh it's it's pretty awesome. Um if, if I'm trying to if I'm supposed to give my outro now, is that what you want me to do? <laughs> absolutely do you outro uh, just tell us what you feel so i'll yeah. make it i'll make it quick man uh definitely uh we've got i've got a lot of great interviews uh asa will be reaching out to you in the next couple of weeks to see if we can set up a time when it's good for you to to do an interview i'd love to have uh, you on because uh all these content creators are absolutely fascinating i love uh colt and gaz both their interviews are up on my channel right now and uh and it's it's really good i've got I over see. 60 interviews right now and more coming i've got uh Two more interviews scheduled for the next couple of days. So, you know, got got lots of stuff coming. And plus, we also do a new show on Sundays, uh, which is at 6 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time uh, with me and uh, Retri. And it is called the Gamers Council, which basically it is a community-based show. In other words, not we have a guest, but we try and we don't do super chats. Hey, we don't have them. But it's it's not the point. It's a matter of getting people in and talking to them. And, and we start off with a subject. But the conversation can go anywhere. We even do um, with, the, with the speak pipe where you can actually record a message up to 90 seconds and we'll play it back ah. on the show. So I'm yeah, it's a kind of a little bit way for some people to just to try and get them involved. You know, yeah, and, we're trying and, to do the still. same thing very soon. We've been promising it, but it's steadily to move. But it's, it's wicked. It. It's a Check lot out, of fun. Thank you, yeah. I love it is wicked because we want to hear what you're talking genuinely do irrespective of whether or not we agree um thank you isla for sharing dave's stuff as always in the chat um yes, thank you 
yeah thank you um honestly uh dave i hope you had a good like thank you for being so nice and patient with us as well there's just some vitriol with me cole as well i'm like, just shitting on each other like you missed I love it man it. this is yeah you love it bro <laughs> this is good Ace of face. I love it. <laughs> grenades galore <laughs> that's how it always is ah cole this was X and C, bro. Look, I'm even wearing the shirt. Uh, <laughs> this is the conversation. This is the source. Microsoft doesn't give a shit about you until you say good things about them. So go raw. Just go raw. Just go raw. They don't even know bro. who I am. That's the best part. <laughs> they know uh, who you are. Yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, we're like the we're just gonna have to wait and just keep waiting. That's great. I don't know. We're a month away from the uh, about a month or so away from the showcase and uh, i hate when people say they got to knock out of the park so when when that showcase comes up it's going to kick butt and if it doesn't um they're gone they're gone for sure oh wow but, uh, wow i don't even know like i don't even know what to what to do as a content creator it gets a little uh dicey when everyone wants to talk about cma and when i've just done a couple videos over a year on that it's like jeez, are on the abk thing but yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say other than I'm Cold Eastwood on Twitter and and YouTube. And thanks for having me on. It's good to be here back home with the podcast, the podcast uh, that got me to go on camera and got me to, to make my own. Um, I, I've been on I've been on lots of great podcasts, but you guys have like, I don't know, just kind of pushed me in a certain direction. And I really appreciate it. Appreciate you both Thanks. a lot. Good friends. Absolutely. Likewise, man. Like, just we're we're touching tips always, uh, and on the <laughs> especially Asa and Cole. Uh, <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. It has been a mammoth show, but we had to talk about this madness. We talked about gaming as well, so don't even cry about that. That all the gaming news, hopefully. We did. Yeah, we did. We talked about midfall. We talked about <laughs> next. We're gonna get Redfall in two or three days, and I'm telling you now that is not going past seventies on the meta. Just mark my words, midfall. Um, but it'll still. It may still. Doesn't mean it's a bad game. It's just not where we want it in the quality level as Xbox fans. But well, guess me, you got I'm the Redfall about. code about five minutes ago. Did I? Me. Oh, oh, yeah. That was the joke. No, fuck Redfall. No, we uh, don't. We're independent. We'll say whatever you want. Sixty-six meta incoming. <laughs> yeah, sixty-six. No, we might actually end up there. We'll find out. Please check us out or on yeah whatever. You can see me on Septic Source. I will scream stream Sekiro. Got little shorts uh, and little. And I just want to end with Forza Motorsport is the king of races. Now, gents. That's the wrong song. Is this the end? Am I supposed to? This is the right song. Everyone, come on, I can't. Right? I my, yeah. my shoulder hurts. <laughs>